1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Rob Has a Podcast. I'm your host, Turn Armstrong, and I'm here for another post-season Big Brother Canada 7 interview. This time, I will be speaking with Anthony Douglas. I'm going to be talking to him about his game across the season. Should be fun. Ask him uh, what he was up to and, and how he managed to do it. And, uh, we'll, we'll have some fun along the way. So, uh, I hope you guys enjoy this conversation with Anthony. All right. Hey, Anthony. My man. How's it going? What's up? Not too much, man. How you doing, buddy? Doing well. Uh, I think we, we both, uh, have been struggling to recover from, uh, from the finale weekend, but, uh, hopefully we're both, we're both going to be all right.
2: Yes, yes. I, I'm struggling, man. You know, this cold is trying to creep up on me, but, you know, I got my echinacea and all that, so I should be all right.
1: <laughs> yes. Um, you know, uh, yeah, I, I'm doing three hour long uh, podcasts with people. You're you're probably doing uh, like 15 different uh, interviews at yeah, a time. I've done, so. a,
2: I've done a bunch, man. I've done a bunch. I'm trying to keep up, but I wanted to make sure I, I, I had my interview with you, man, because you're one of the best. So wanted to
1: sit down with you. Well, thank you, Anthony. That that means a lot. Um well we're we're gonna go over your game here. We're okay. gonna go week by week. Week you know, week. Yes. Go into the into detail. We, I wanna know everything. <laughs> all right, all right, let's get into it. All right. Well, uh something that was what was interesting, right? Uh preseason, yeah. We watched your your interviews yeah. and and I can tell you you were extremely uh underrated, underestimated. Yeah. Um. Yes. Uh, Like we saw your interview with Ika, and it was very, it was very interesting. Because Ika was like, "What are you doing, Anthony? What are you? Are you going to be on The Bachelor?" Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Honestly. My strategy going in was, you know, it's so tough to, to decide what you're going to do when you don't know the characters. You know, you don't know the personalities. You don't know, you know, who's going to be in there. You don't know who's going to walk in first. This game is all about navigation. So, you know, I'm glad I got in
1: there and got right to work. Yeah, uh, I mean, we, we, we saw like uh, that you, you didn't know the show very well. And that's usually not a good sign. Yeah. Right. Because, uh, knowing the show, uh, can be a big advantage. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, you, you had an interesting dynamic with Ica. And so, uh, you really, really underestimated, but we, you, you sometimes were very, very wrong preseason. And you were definitely <laughs> yeah. one of those cases. Yeah.
2: Yeah. For sure. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Uh,
1: we also we also laughed at Adam when he said he was going to make uh, the Brigade 2.0. We were like, I <laughs> like he'll ever manage to do that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Adam's one of the best to ever do it, man. I'm so happy he came through with that idea. It was The best thing that ever happened.
1: There you go. Uh, so week one, you enter the house and uh, this is crazy for you. I imagine you, you walk in and right away you're grabbed by uh, Adam and Dane, right? Yep. Just, uh, Hey, we, we gotta we gotta make a four person alliance. Yeah,
2: yeah. Right off the bat, very very quick. I, I, I for, honestly at the beginning I was a little skeptical, but I could just tell by the vibes that those are you know two people I'd be friends with
1: outside of the house. So I went with my gut. All right. So uh, like, what were you thinking at that? Were you thinking like, all right, all right, this is this is how the game works, or were you like, this is this is kind of fast?
2: It's kind of fast, but at the same point, you know. You want to take opportunities like that to, to really get to know people. If you have those kind of discussions, it's going to open up right off the bat to go deeper than a surface level with, with others. And, you know, that's one of the biggest aspects of the game is how fast can you go deeper with people and do you actually trust them? So, you know, a couple conversations and, and you know, about, you know, where these guys have been and, and you know, sports and stuff like that. I, I could really relate to them and I could tell it was going to be a, a force to reckon with.
1: Yeah. Well, something that we had been talking about preseason with this whole idea that Adam was going to make uh, another version of the brigade, essentially, was that, uh, like, do they really does does even Adam really understand what made the brigade work? Because uh, he's like, you know, we're going to get four guys. Each guy's going to have a girl and then we're going to have an eight person thing and it's going to be great. And we're like, that's not exactly how yeah. the brigade worked. And. Pretty early on, it seemed clear to us that, oddly enough, you, as the person that didn't know the show as well, seemed to understand the concept of what made the brigade work almost the best. Because you were talking about, like, no, 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 we have to keep people on their separate sides. And we're, you know, we're, you know, controlling everything. So how quickly did you catch on to, like, what made that so special?
2: You know, when when you go into the house, you know, one of the first things I did was observe. You know, I watched who was going into rooms with who. Who was, you know, cook, uh, cooking for who? Who was bringing coffee for who? Who was really hitting it off the bat early? And I'm talking within the first couple of days. You know, if, if I'm having these conversations with Adam and Dane, chances are there's other people having the very, very similar conversations. So you kind of have to figure out at a very early stage where the sides are once you figure out who where the sides are then you can go to the guys you can say hey look i know you have a better relationship with this person maybe you should speak more with them so you could infiltrate that group we have to have ears and eyes in every single group and they all have to trust us if they trust us we can see them coming before they even make a move
1: yeah uh so day two uh, is infamously when you bond with Dane. Uh, now yeah. I, I, can tell you. So I, I am a, you know, I watch the live feeds a lot. I, I, I know pretty much everything that happens across the season, except for yeah. week one, because the feeds are not on in week yeah. one. So, uh, this is just guesswork from what was said. But, but yeah. what was said is that day two is when you bond with Dane. Can you tell me yeah. more about that? Honestly, Dane,
2: me and Dane hit it off. Right off the bat, he, he's into sports. He played sports at a high level. You know, just like myself, he, he's uh, a very, very, very uh, uh, kind person. You know, he comes from a great family. He loves his mother very much, and he's, he's been through some shit. You know what I mean? Me and Dane have both been through some things, been through some dark times, and you know we're both working uh, our way into in taking the steps into the right direction. And I could vibe with that. I could relate to that. He's really funny, very, very personable, very charismatic, and honestly reminds me of, uh, of a close friend that I have outside of the house. I knew right off the bat that Dane was gonna be a close friend of mine and a brother, and things turned out perfectly.
1: There you go. So uh, Adam's going to win this HOH and uh, were there discussions about nominations or was it really just kind of his call at that point?
2: At that point, we we didn't really know um, exactly who wanted to go home. We were kind of still trying to feel some things out. We knew who looked like they would be physical uh, targets. We knew who, you know, came across as people who who would be dangerous in the future. But we hadn't, you know, necessarily picked Uh, Came together and picked one person. Um, That was more of Adam's idea. And Adam had already branched out at this point. Um, You know, he was starting to talk with Sam. He was he was getting really close with Chelsea. And so, you know, it was kind of like whatever you go with Adam, we're going with as well. And we'll make moves, you know, depending on that
1: after. Yes. So I know the, the, initially the target was on Damien, yeah. um, after Damien and Laura go up. Uh, yeah. but then Laura is, is just like, Hey, Adam, you should target Sam. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, Adam was like, That doesn't seem like what I would like for yeah. to happen. Um, yeah. and, uh, and so the target, you know, ends up shifting a bit. And there, there were some, you know, moments, I guess, some moments of drama that didn't really make the episodes. But, uh, yeah. ultimately Laura, is the one to go home and i i heard you talking about this week throughout the season as a week where uh you felt like sam had a lot of influence and this was maybe uh the start of you really wanting to get sam out of the house
2: absolutely i um i realized at a very early stage um you know that sam and adam were getting very very close you know i didn't know it was as deep as 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 i thought but um, yeah, definitely. Sam influenced that, that entire uh, that entire HOH and Sam is a very very powerful player she's very charismatic she's very lovable extremely social and a lot of people started to like uh, Sam right off the bat including myself that is very very dangerous for the pretty boys and that's when we had to sit down and really think about you know what we were getting ourselves into and and what was our next move but yeah at that point it wasn't so much what the pretty boys uh, wanted was more what Adam wanted and Adam was having conversations with Sam and Laura was a huge problem for Sam at that point
1: yeah and so i i heard you talk about like how you you actually kind of liked laura and that you would have liked for laura to to stay yeah. in the game uh, i saw you many times throughout the season uh kind of toy with flipping votes around did you yeah. consider trying to flip the vote was there a, a, a an attempt to flip this vote you know it was really
2: early in the game
1: i did give a couple pointers out to
2: laura but at the same time i didn't want to say too much um, because it would have sacrificed the position that I had early on in the game. Um, Laura, I trusted, and I knew. You know, Laura, Laura's feisty. Laura's Laura. Laura's loud, and Laura. Laura. You know, Laura's smart, and and I have I had a strong feeling that that she would have been incredible in this game, um, and that's why I decided to to side with her early on. Um, I really wish I could have done more, but I I, I would have had to sacrifice uh, my relationship with the pretty boys, um, um, as well as the other house guests. So I kind of just wanted to go with the flow on this one, um, just to make sure that I was at a target next week.
1: Yes. Um, so over the course of the week, you, you obviously you have the pretty boys. I know you bonded with Kalen quite a bit. Um, yep. Were there any other relationships you had been working on?
2: You know, I started to talk with Mackie a little bit. Uh, Mackie's from my hometown. Um, great guy. Uh, uh, very, very uh, uh, strong in competitions. And, you know, <laughs> definitely seemed like he was the type of person that I would want to align with. Um, but at this point, I was still observing everybody. You know, I'm still trying to get to even know the pretty boys. I'm still making sure that, you know, these are the guys that are going to ride for me 100 percent the same way that I'm going to ride for them. So the, the early on in the, in the game, I was basically trying to get uh, close with every single person. And that was my strategy throughout the game. And I, I, I did a great job at that.
1: Yeah. All right. So Laura is evicted. We head into week two and uh, Dane is going to win this H.O.H. You actually came kind of close with the uh, the putting. Yeah. Um, but, but not quite. what a what a what a different whole season this would have been if you had you had been with a week two H.O.H.
2: Yeah, that would have that would have definitely put blood on my hands. I would have had to reveal some of my cards. You know, that was something great that happened to me uh, throughout the season. I never had. Uh, to re- reveal any of my cards so you know people knew that I wasn't a wild card but at the same point they didn't know exactly where my head was at throughout the season there were many people who said I would love to see who you would put up as HOH and very vaguely you know I would give you know point fingers in, 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 in directions but nothing that would ever lead uh, to anything getting back to me so it's a good thing I didn't win that competition um, this would have been a totally different
1: game Yes. Uh, this is also the week where Corey enters the house. Yeah. Um, a lot of people were skeptical of her at first thinking maybe, uh, she's, uh, some kind of Olympic athlete yeah. or a secret agent or something. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but she is, she's busy, you know, do, making, you know, a bunch of final two deals. Cause that's what she's forced to do. With yeah. fun yeah. entry. Yeah, yeah, um, but uh, but Dane is looking to put up Kira and Mackie now. Kira is uh, kind of a target for him because Kira has been outed by Kalen that uh, that yep. they were saying Dane's name, and yep. Mackie is basically the pawn here. Um, and he promises Mackie that don't worry, yep. you're safe. Yep. Uh, but Sam, you you and Dane discussed that Sam is a potential backdoor target here if the if the veto is used correctly.
2: Yeah. So, like that was a tough situation because we wanted Mackie to stay. And Mackie, like I said, he's extremely personable, an incredible human being, definitely somebody you want in the game on your side, and he's good at comps. The thing that happened with Mackie is Mackie just started telling a whole bunch of different people, a whole bunch of different things, and, and it was it was not good. You know, when when you hear that somebody says your name, it's it's a huge problem because inside that house, all people do is talk. So the second somebody says says your name that's already putting a target on your back for other people because people aren't sure you know no one everyone's scared to say a name because they don't know who they can trust they don't know who's going to be loyal to them so when you say a name that means you trust somebody and if they should so happen to feel the same way then you got a big problem because now you have two people who have who have a, a similar uh, um who have a similar, uh, idea of who they want to get out. So, you know, Mackie, uh, was, was, was supposed to stay. And then after he started throwing out Dane's name and, you know, and as well as Adam's name and, you know, then finally my name, it was just the last straw. You know, we made the promise. We were going to keep Mackie, but everything changed when once, uh, Mackie started uh, putting targets on all of our backs
1: yes uh I, I, I described this as Mackie shoving several feet into his mouth yeah. um over the course of the entire week it was yeah. it was bad yeah. um but uh but tell me more about the 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 targeting of Sam here right uh yeah. because at the time we uh we were you know we were looking at this this pretty boy alliance and they're doing pretty well here uh but it seemed like you guys had an obsession with Sam we were like why why yeah. do they want Sam gone so bad because yeah. We were looking at it and we were like, it looks like Sam is, is actually really good for their game because she's such a big target. She's such a big distraction from what else is happening. You know, Kalen is focused on Adam and Sam and you guys were able to point it at Sam for you guys to be the ones to take Sam out seemed like uh, a waste to me. And, and you eventually echo those sentiments. Yeah. Um, do you think that it would have been a mistake had you been able to take out Sam this week?
2: Um, yeah, it would have been a mistake. Um, So the thing is, is Adam and Sam's relationship was constantly building. They were, they were, you know, playing tug of war with loyalty and, you know, they're having their ups and downs with how much they trusted each other in that that game. But, you know, at a very early stage, I started to feel a, a different vibe from Adam. And it was like Adam was not, you know, playing for the pretty boys anymore. And he was saying things that were even taking you know, even putting a target on his back. And it's like, listen, Adam, people are talking about you every single day, all day. You know, ever since Adam won Operation Escape, you know, everybody wanted to Adam out. Everyone saw him as a huge target. Everyone saw him as controlling the house. So for him to get into a showman's and to, you know, hold hands around the house the entire time, because literally he didn't leave Sam's side the entire game. Um, so it started to become a problem because Adam's mind Adam was not sharing information Adam was not, Adam, Adam was not playing for the pretty boys at this point so it was like okay well we have to protect Adam because we gave our word that we would protect our guy and we're going to do that we just have to make sure that we also control Sam and Adam Adam's not going to tell us everything that Sam is saying and that was one of the vibes that we caught earlier on in the game. so it's like okay well what are we going to do now and then we decided that we should go after Sam
1: Yes. Uh Kaelin is also, you know, going after Adam and Sam at this point. So but what happened was Dane uh told Kaylin that he was gonna put Mackie on the block. And Caitlin yeah. was like, No, 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 don't put Mackie on the block. You should put yeah. Mark on the block and Dane was like, I don't wanna put Mark on the block. And yeah. that got Kalen thinking and she approaches yeah. you with the theory hey I think I think Dane might be secretly working with Mark and Adam yeah. uh, and we're like oh wow she is so close and she is yeah. telling it to the wrong person yeah.
2: wrong person man that was the whole thing in the game we that's why you know when whenever there's questions asked about who would you replace with the, for the pretty boys I said absolutely nobody because we all had a part to play we all had a position and we played that game so well definitely a bad move for Kalen telling me that you know even though I I trusted Kalen. I gave my word and my, my, my loyalty to the boys. And yeah, it was a very bad move for Kalen to tell
1: me that. Yes. Because you're eventually going to essentially kind of let Kalen go in yeah. the following week. Was this, was this kind of the start of, of uh, accepting that or, or, or the, the, the start of that?
2: Yeah. You know, Kalen, the thing is with Kalen is like, whenever you meet somebody with, with so much, you know, soul with so much substance, Like you, you, you love them. Like, I love Kalen. In the, inside the house, like, I had such a, a good relationship uh, with Kalen. And, you know, you have to remember there's two different aspects to this game. There's a personal relationship and then there's a game relationship. If both sides add up, Then, man, you have something special. But when the game side is not adding up, you know, it doesn't really matter how close you are personally, because you're worried about winning the game. You're worried about sticking to your alliances. You're worried about, you know, making it not just to the next week, but three weeks down the line. So I had to make sure my guys are happy and my guys are safe. So that's why I had to make the moves and say the things that I said
1: yes um so you also decided this week that you wanted you wanted to start working on corey the 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 major work doesn't start until the next week um, yeah. but you ha- you already had the idea yeah. um, and you also you also decided you you know when when you When you decided that Mackie was going to go, it then flipped back because Esty got involved and Esty told Mackie what to say uh, because Mackie was like, I'm going to put up Dane and Esty was like, no Mackie bad Mackie. You should say that you're going to put up Sam. And he was like, I'm going to put up Sam. And they were like, yes, good. Yay. Now we can do it. Okay. We're good with Mackie. And then, and then he was like, Hmm, Anthony. I said I was going to put you on the blog, and you're like, "Okay, no, too much." And, yeah. and then Esty went to you, and she was like, "Don't worry about it. I control him." And you were like, "Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, no. It, it, right
2: off the bat, like that's three members, you know. And I always, even even when even when Mackie said Adam and Dane, I was like, "Okay, you know what." I trust Mackey enough that I can convince him otherwise. Now, maybe it's time I start showing, you know, what I can really do here and and who I can talk to and whatever. Maybe I'll, I'll have a couple conversations with Mackey, but after I heard Mackey said my name and, you know, he didn't tell me when Mackey said my name, it was early. You know, he didn't tell me that he said my name until late. That is bad news. Everybody's already talking about it. There's already a target put on my back. And as much as I liked Mackey as, 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 you know, as great as I thought, Uh, we could have worked together uh, during the season. He had to go, man, because that's three members of the pretty boys and he could turn on anybody at any point.
1: Yes. You also uh, were working on Eddie, trying to make sure that Eddie was voting the right way. Um, And you told Eddie not to tell Kalen that Mackie was leaving. Um, Eddie is going to try to use that information against you next week, but your relationship with Kalen is good enough to, uh, to withstand it. But what was the decision there to, to want to uh, keep Kalen in the dark about that?
2: So, Kalen, <clears throat> Eddie had always, since the beginning, gone to Kalen for advice. They would always be together. Uh, Kalen kind of took Eddie under her wing, and they had a great relationship right off the bat. I knew that no matter what I said to Eddie, uh, he, would def- he would uh No matter what I said to Eddie, um, he would always run back to Kalen because that was his number one. I tried to build a relationship, uh, you know, on the other side because Eddie kept saying, you know, I want to be one of the boys, I want to be part of the boys. And, you know, I, 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 trust you and I would never go against you. So it's like, okay, well then, if you really trust me and you don't want to go against me, then, you know, I'm going to ask around and, you know, I'll see what Dane thinks and I'll, I'll see what Adam thinks and I'll see where, where everyone's mind's at so that when you vote, you can vote with the majority because I wanted you to stay Eddie, you know? So um, I didn't really, I didn't want Kalen to know because Kalen was already, um, you know, suspicious of, of where my head was at because of who I was hanging out with and, uh, you know, the conversations I was having and things that were getting back to her. So I would have rather that information not get back to Kaylin. Um, and it was already too late for Eddie. I'd already built a very strong relationship with Kaylin and I knew a lot about what was going on in the house. So I had very valid arguments to fight that.
1: Yeah, so uh, it, it ends up being a tie vote because Eddie does not vote to evict Mackie, which, uh, as I talked about with Dane uh, the other day, uh, kind of I think this was the that was the start of the end for Eddie's game there, uh, yeah. not not going with the numbers. Um, yeah. But uh, but Mackie is evicted and yeah. heading into the next week, uh, I, I had little like status updates in my notes here, um, so you can tell me how accurate this is. But uh, I said yeah. you were working with the Pretty Boys, yes, and you had a final two with. Dane. Yeah, Uh, you had really good relationships with Chelsea, Kaelin, yeah. Eddie, yeah. and, uh, and Kira. You'd been working on Kira as well at this point, I believe. Um, you were somewhat neutral with Kiki and Esty, although that was going to improve quite a bit in the, over the course of the week. Um, yeah. also kind of neutral with Damien. And then also Corey is going to improve pretty dramatically over yeah. uh, this week, three, and you were still targeting Sam.
2: Yes. Nailed it.
1: There you go. All right. <laughs> um, so, uh, Chelsea is going to win this HOH and this yep. is going to be an interesting week, um, because she wants to backdoor Kalen yeah. and, uh, and you kind of actively make the decision of like, all right, I'm going to let Kalen go. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's Kalen was an ally for you, um, but uh, but she was talking about the guys working together. She was a dangerous player. She didn't make that a tie vote. Um, so I think that all that contributed toward uh, this decision.
2: Yeah, definitely. Kalen was extremely powerful in this game. Everybody, to some degree, trusted Kaelin. Everybody, to some degree, you know, believed the things that Kalen was saying and a lot of what she was saying was true. So somebody who's bringing that kind of truth and has has that kind of pull is very, very dangerous. Unless we could guarantee that Kalen is on our side and we are taking Kalen to final five, then we had to get rid of her because Kalen has the ability to build relationships very, very fast. And and definitely has the ability to control votes. That's not somebody who you want to win an HOH. That's not somebody you want to be aligned with somebody who's won an HOH because Kalen will be able to control who even is nominated. So, you know, we had to make a decision on what's best for the group, not just what's best for us uh, individually. And this is, you know, one of the first uh One of the first steps that we had to do, you know, when coming together, because it's like we have to remember, it's not just about individually. It's about what is best for the entire group. We are strong as a four. We have to keep four.
1: Yes. Now we are going to take a quick break for our sponsors, and we'll be right back.
0: Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day!
1: 18 plus. And we're back. So let's get back to the show. Obviously something that we, we do a lot, uh, you know, after the season ends is we look back over the season with the benefit of hindsight and, uh, we look at like what things could have changed. And something that I looked at in this week was like, I wonder if Kaylin would have been somebody that was a jury vote for you if she had made it to the jury. I wonder if she was somebody that would have been campaigning in the jury for you to win if she had been there. Do you think that maybe, uh, if, if you could go back, maybe you'd think about, Uh, trying to bring her to the jury.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, Kaylin was, like I said, an extremely loyal person. Kaylin gave her word to Mackie that she would fight and Kaylin even sacrificed her own game just to show people that she was fighting for Mackie. And, you know, that goes a long way I definitely feel like me and Kalen's relationship would have gotten much stronger in the house, and I would have definitely, you know, liked to keep her in the house. But, you know, at the same time, Kalen could have possibly went up against Adam Uh, if Kalen had even taken a shot at Sam. Adam would have 100% wanted to seek vengeance. It doesn't matter at w- which point uh, in the game. So, you know, it would have caused problems. Who knows? This is all still, you know, speculation. But yeah. I, I, I do think that Kalen would have been loyal to me. And I do think that me and Kalen would have developed a very, very strong relationship inside of that house.
1: Yes, because it is this week that, that Eddie goes to Kalen and, and he's like, hey, Anthony didn't want you to uh, you to know about the Mackie vote. And Kalen was like, whatever, I don't care. Yeah, uh, I, tr- I trust Anthony, and I, yeah. I, I like that he wor- he's working with the other side. He's working with yeah. the other side to help keep us safe. Yeah, um, which was almost true. Um, um, yeah, uh, you, this is also this is a great week for you and Chelsea. There's a really great dynamic uh, where you and her have a lot of conversations where it, it was almost like flirting where like you were like flirting around this idea of like, should we work together? You were kind of trying to like give a little bit of advice. Yeah. And, uh, and I really feel like this is a prime example of uh, you know, we saw a lot of you uh, manipulating people in the yeah. house uh, and, and you had a, a very uh, particular way of doing it, but this was a very different way of, of manipulation that we saw the, uh, early on with somebody like Chelsea, who was a very, you know, strong and independent kind of person. Um, and you were a lot, you were light. you had a lighter touch with Chelsea and it was very fun to watch. Um, but, uh, but eventually, uh, Chelsea is going to, uh, you know, uh, uh, eventually what happens is that you go to Kira trying to turn Kira against Adam. Kira got a little bit, uh, sketched out by that, went to Chelsea and was like, Hey, Chelsea, do you think Anthony is trying to like manipulate us in any way? And Chelsea was like, "No, I trust Anthony. He's, I, I feel good with him." Yeah. Oh, I wonder. I wonder if everybody feels good with him. Yeah. Oh man. And they started to talk about you, and and at this point in the game, a lot of people. Were, oh, there it is. Anthony's been caught. That he'll never be able to manipulate anyone ever again. Oh. Um, and uh, and I told those people, wait hold on um but uh but so then of course chelsea tells adam about her suspicions and adam tells you and at that point uh it was it was over for chelsea bad news
2: bears (laughs) i really wanted to build a chelsea chelsea was a very very smart player uh very very social and chelsea had the ability to to think ahead and you know i had a lot of deeper conversations with Chelsea, you know, on a, on a game level um, and a personal level. And, and that was definitely somebody who I wanted to work with, but, you know, by, by questioning me after I was, you know, trying to give advice and trying to trying to sit down and see where Chelsea's head was at, because I could have finessed Chelsea to stay in the house for a long time. It, and, but, you know, the, the second uh, Chelsea questioned me um, as well as questioning Dane, it was just a huge problem.
1: Yes. Um, and it was, it was such an interesting dynamic because like she was trying to like. Sort of slowly bring you in, like, yeah. by giving you, uh, like little tidbits of information, but you already knew all of the information because of the pretty boys. Yeah. And so you were just like trying to open the path for her to give you the information. It was, yeah. it was yeah. fun to watch. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Damien and Kiki go on the block, uh, yeah. with obviously Kaylin being the back door plan. Yeah. Um, uh, you were concerned at one point about Esty and Kiki forming an all-women alliance. Yeah. Uh, and Dane was like, don't worry, I got this.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it was it, it was scary because, you know, you have to remember that all these players are strong. All the players in the house at this point had very strong social game. Esty had a very strong social game. Kiki had a very strong social game. Sam was a mastermind. Chelsea, you know what I mean? You got all these these players who... Who are very very dangerous when it when it comes to the pretty boys and we did you know at the beginning it didn't seem like they were really meshing you know so uh, you had to really take into consideration who had the potential of really really working with who I saw a disconnect between uh, you know Sam. Chelsea and ST and Kiki. And that's why, you know, we didn't necessarily at that point try to break them up. But once we saw that ST and Kiki were starting to lean more towards Sam and Chelsea, that's when we're like, okay, this is, this is, this is not good.
1: Yeah. This- I, I, I really do feel like they, they, because they did naturally, Get along in a lot of situations, and uh, and it really like I think that under normal circumstances, they would have come together and been yep. some kind of force. But it really was the pretty boys, and and Dane in particular, with that uh, with and Kiki. That Dane always made sure that they were anti Sam, <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, he had to. <laughs> Dane did a really good job of that, man, really good job of that.
1: And speaking of another person that I think definitely would have gravitated towards Sam. She even was like, hey, I like Sam. I get along with Sam. And throughout many portions of the game, uh, it seemed like she might get close to Sam, of course, is Corey. Um, yeah. But you were on top of that one. Yeah. Uh, you this is when you start really making moves with Corey pulling her closer and you're telling her hey sam, sam is dangerous she's she's yeah. trying to make deals with Estee and kiki but yep. uh you know luckily they're not dumb enough to believe those deals right. uh sam is basically a kalen that hasn't been caught yet
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, a, I, that's the that's the picture i had to paint because you know Corey was very smart Corey was speaking with everyone but that was the one relationship we could not allow to to get strong was Corey and Sam because it would have joined both sides at this point as and Kiki, you know, they, they weren't really, pushing for Corey, but they wanted to. And, you know, they had even approached me to, you know, basically let me know, hey, we we want to get closer to Corey. And I had a few conversations about that with Estee and Kiki. If Corey and Sam had have gotten together with SD and Kiki and Chu, oh man, this would have been, this would have been bad news bears. So, you know, I had to make sure I kept the divide there and any opportunity I had to to reinforce that Sam was not for Corey, I definitely shot for that.
1: Yes. Um, so this is uh, so Adam tells you about Chelsea and you uh, try to tell him that, hey, I heard I heard Kiki or no, Dane told me that Kiki told him that she overheard Sam say that she wanted to get rid of you eventually.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you know, the thing is, is there's always breadcrumbs. And mm-hmm. but if it's more than one point of separation away, people won't try to dig back. So when you have a bunch of, you know, when you're throwing out this, 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 and this, and this, people are just like, if they trust you at that point, they'll believe it. They'll roll with it. So I, I tried to leave, you know, several times throughout the season, like different breadcrumbs and stuff like that. But so many that people aren't going to try to dig back, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, this, this was, I think, uh, kind of the start of a lot of the tension that eventually kind of builds between you and Adam. Um, you were trying to, I mean, both you and Dane. Uh, we're trying to kind of separate him from Sam. Yeah. Uh, you were trying to do that by either getting Sam out or yeah. by convincing him that hey, Sam is not as loyal to you as you might think. Yeah. Uh, she's dangerous. You need to you need to like let her go. Um, yeah. And you 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 would have conversations with Adam about this, uh, yeah. and you'd also have conversations with Dane about like uh, your, your attempts to do it. And yeah. uh, sneaky Dane uh, was then going to Adam and being like, yeah, Anthony, you know that guy. He really wants Sam out. I'm sorry. Yeah. About about it. Yeah. Uh, Dane was the one running back and forth in between, and the tension yep. built between you and Adam.
2: Yeah. Very smart move by Dane. You know, he, he saw uh, me and uh, Adam at an early stage kind of you know, not seeing eye to eye. So he created a divide. He wanted to, Dane wanted to make sure he could have, you know, the strongest relationship with Adam where Adam could vent to Dane about me. And he wanted to have a relationship with me, a strong relationship with me where he could vent to me, you know, about Adam. So definitely a big, uh, a great move uh, by the great Dane. Um, But at the same time, you know, we were always still working together. It's just, you know, obviously some people feel better with other
1: people. Yes. Um, so, uh, so this is when uh, Sam is going to overhear a conversation between Dane and Adam yeah. uh, after the Kalen, you know, Kalen reveals that she's 42 and that yeah. she has a family um, yeah. and Adam freaks out because he wasn't a part of that meeting. Yeah. And so Dane is trying to calm him down and Sam overhears this conversation and yeah. she goes to, to Kira and to Chelsea and they're like, Oh my God, what if they're secretly working together? Yeah. They'd probably be working with Anthony. Yeah. They don't, they don't see Mark as a part of it yet. Um, yeah. but they're like, Oh my God. What if this is happening? What if they came together at the start of the season? they they have different portions of the house. Like they had the whole thing, except for Mark, basically yeah. figured out. Um, yeah. but they were like, Okay, what do we do? We need to approach Estee and Kiki. It was basically your worst nightmare. Um, yeah. Yeah. But they decided to wait. Well, we have to wait until, because this is post veto. There's nothing they can do about it at this point. Uh, yeah. so like, we're going to wait until the next HOH and then we're going to talk about it. Yeah. But by the time, you know, the next morning came around, Chelsea was really starting to doubt it. Sam was starting to like doubt the true extent of it. Uh Chelsea in particular was just like, I don't believe they're smart enough. Yeah. Uh, you re- really they came in day 1 and made an alliance where they're going to be loyal. No way. They they're not that much smarter than us. It's not yeah. it's not true. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It was it was honestly like the guy we all got along so well right off the bat because of our personalities, like Mark loving to death Dane, loving to death, Adam loving. We're, we're, we're very different, but we're all very similar. And that's why our loyalty could have really, uh, really really helped us and kept us together. And, you know, we, we, we went days without talking sometimes, you know, we would, you know, there were some days where I didn't, you know, sometimes where I didn't talk to Mark for three days, you know, and I'm just walking around the house, but at the same point, undeniable loyalty to him you know so um we did a very good job at the beginning and and people speculated and you know they thought but they could never say a hundred percent that they knew what was going on and that was was great for us
1: yes and and even when they could see what was happening there was not much they could do about it because it was like well maybe we need to take a shot at these guys but not Our guy within those guys, right? Yeah, like, yeah. uh, so it was, uh, it was, it was a tough thing to manage. Um, so th- this is uh, toward the end of the week. This is what I'm talking about where really. you, you kind of toy around with flipping votes sometimes. Uh, yeah. I swear, I was like, I swear, I'm, I swear Anthony is just doing this for fun. I'm telling yeah. you, he's just doing it because he can. And he's like, Hey, if I wanted to, I could send Damien home. Yeah, uh, if I wanted yeah. to, because you talk Esty and Kiki into it and uh, and it seems like like it, it could have even happened. Um, I, I wrote at this point, Corey seems firmly in Anthony's pocket now. Um, and uh, you're just like, hmm, maybe I'll keep maybe I'll keep Kalen. Maybe I'll keep Damien. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the
2: the, the best part of this game. was that I I really knew where everybody's head was at and everybody trusted me and everyone was talking to me. But at this point, I personally didn't have any targets. So in order to be successful in this game, once you don't have any targets, you got to worry about who's around you, who are your who are your alliances, who are the people closest to you, who are the people who are actually riding for you? Because if you don't have any targets and you have to get some blood on your hands, then you got to worry about your, your your family. So, you know, my decision to 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 stick with, um, you know, getting rid of Kalen was what was going on with Adam, you know, what was going on with Dane and what was going on with Mark and could I care? See that Kalen would not go after the three, and I couldn't.
1: Yes, Uh, yes. So you do ultimately decide to evict Kalen. Um, You also, uh, I think, toward the end of the week, you know, your your relationship with Eddie had kind of deteriorated after he voted to uh, keep Mackie. Um, So now you're starting to, uh, you know, talk about him as a potential target. Um, So heading into week four, uh, this is the first time that you theoretically could have been in some danger. And that's because of Sam overhearing the Adam and Dane conversation. Yep. I talked to Sam and she said that if she had won this HOH, you were her target. Um, yep. And that's because, uh, you know, obviously she's not going to target Adam. She felt yep. like she she felt pretty good with Dane and she didn't feel like she'd have the numbers to get rid of Dane. So she probably would have gone after you. Now, you probably would have been safe. Yep. I don't think they had the numbers to evict you at this point. Yep. Um, so... I don't think it would have mattered, but it was a close competition uh yeah. where ultimately Dane is going to win. Um but uh but at this point you are targeting Sam, Chelsea, and Eddie. Those seem to be the three people uh in your in your sights. Yep.
2: yep. Yeah, at this point, you know, definitely Eddie, because Eddie was supposed to be riding for us. You know, we thought we had Eddie not only as a vote, but, uh, you know, somebody who we're building with. Dane had a very close relate, well, what seemed to be a very close relationship uh, with Eddie at this point. I felt great with Eddie. Me and Eddie had a lot of, you know, like solid talks where, where we had, you know, similar mindsets and stuff. Um, but, you know, with the whole Chelsea thing, like once Chelsea... Uh, You know, showed her cards and said what she had to say. I knew that she couldn't fully be trusted. So right off the bat, you're a target. You know, Sam definitely was was a huge target. That was the last person I wanted to win uh, that competition. And 100 percent, if she had won, she would have put me on the block, but definitely would not have gotten the numbers. And it would have been a huge problem for Sam the very next week. So
1: yes uh so so dane is hoh and he immediately is going to talk with you about the plan for the week yeah. um and you initially discuss sam was the back door chelsea yeah. and kira will go up initially as pawns um yeah. you you have a talk with sd about like hey we're gonna get sam out it'll be great um yeah. and then we'll get chelsea and then we'll get uh you know all these other people and yeah. she's like yes yeah. um you had a great relationship with sd at this point yeah. um but yeah. then the next day you you'd been thinking about it and this yeah. is when you go to Dan. and you're like actually thinking about this, Sam is kind of beneficial for us. And that's yeah. when I was like, yes, finally, Anthony, he sees yeah. it. Yeah.
2: yeah. Cause you know, Sam, Sam was very loyal. Like Sam was also sacrificing her game for Adam the same way that Adam was sacrificing his game and his relationship with the pretty boys for yeah. Sam. It was the exact same way, vice versa. That's somebody that we could trust. If Sam trusts Adam so much, then Adam should be able to get Sam to not put any of us on the block. I never had anything personal against Sam. It was I was only ever worried about the control that she had over Adam. So, you know, I told Adam, and this is perfect. Keep making Sam, you know, fall in love. Keep, you know, keep just being you. You're You're just being you. Your relationship is flowing. You're falling for this girl. She's falling for you. Keep at it. This is this is working for us, and and I'm all for it. But you have to remember that there will come a point in time where people, where somebody's going to have the opportunity to say it's either Sam or Adam, and we're going to build a case so that it's Sam.
1: Yes. Um... So you approach Dane about that idea and you, what you tell Dane is uh, we shouldn't be the ones to take Sam out. We should get somebody else to do it for us, yeah. which of course yeah. you will eventually do. Um, yeah. And so uh, Dane still doesn't agree though, at this point, he's still like, no, nah, I still want Sam gone. Uh, yeah. That will change when Kira and Chelsea go on the block. And Kira does this whole thing with Adam where she, uh, where they tell him information. He runs it to Dane. They're like, I caught you with the yeah, guys yeah. are working together. And it was like, See, Chelsea, Chelsea put that idea into Kira's head. She's got to go. Yep. Um, but um, this is when uh, this is an interesting thing, because I told you, you know, Dane was kind of, you know, playing both sides within the pretty boys. Uh, yep. Mark was also trying to do that in the beginning. And I, I know you saw a little bit of that as well. Um, yep. uh, he will eventually, uh, I think, be tempted to uh, by you. To just kind of be like, yeah, screw, screw all of that. I'm just with Anthony. Um, right. but at the time he was, he was kind of also being the guy that was like, Oh yeah. Cause Adam was venting frustrations to Mark as well. And Mark was like, Oh yeah. Uh, and Mark said, Mark said in this uh, moment, he said, Anthony, he's easy to manipulate. All you need to do is pretend to be manipulated by him. Right. Um, which I thought was a great line, especially at the time. And then especially yep. how things end up playing out where he thought, <laughs> He thought he had you, but you knew you knew he was going to take Kira
2: percent, 100 percent knew he would have taken Kira. Mark said a lot of things throughout the season where I was just like, whoa, okay, stored. I knew I knew I knew what kind of chaos uh, Mark was Mark was capable of. That's still my guy. That's still my brother. I love him. But man, he 100 percent would have taken Kira over me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He, he told me when he came out of the house, he was like, yeah, week two. I was like, definitely taking care. Of I knew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, and I believe this is also the week where, uh, Mark has a conversation with Dane in the pantry and Dane leaves the pantry. And we all thought Mark was, you know, loyal to the cause, uh, loyal to the soil. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and all of a sudden he turns to the cameras and he's like, he's a walking dead man. If I I win power, he's a walking dead man. I was like, whoa. Yeah. (laughs) Gunning for Dane this early. Cracks in the foundation, man. (laughs) Cracks in the foundation.
2: Uh... Tough to really handle that. Um, You know, I sensed it, Mark, you know, these guys are throwing out little comments here and there about each other, but I never thought, you know, I thought it was, we were just talking, having discussions. I never thought that people actually believed that we should, you know, go after each other and stuff like that early. And I knew that, you know, if somebody's going to keep us together, it's got to be me. You know, I'm going to do my best to kind of, you know, take all these ideas out of everyone's heads until way later in the game.
1: Yes. Uh, so uh, Esty and Kiki at this point are also now talking because they have they have been approached by Chelsea um, about the possibility of a guys' alliance. They Dane. Shut it down. Um, but now they are talking to each other about like, I wonder if there is a guys' alliance. They keep, they keep trying to target all the women because like you know you went to Esty and you're like uh, target list: Sam, Chelsea, Kira, you know other women of the house. Um, yeah. And they're like, they never want to target any of the guys. And they're like, yeah, but I don't know. It's fine though because we trust Dane and Anthony. They're they're with us. They're yeah. on our side. Yeah. Um, and so they they dismissed it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not no big deal. Um yeah. Chelsea and Kira are, uh, go on the block. Um Esty says to the cameras at this point that uh Kiki is her number 1, Dane is her number 2 and Anthony is her number 3. Mm that yeah. um so uh adam is going to try to uh get kira evicted over chelsea he he would prefer kira to leave he likes chelsea a lot uh yeah. but you were like no no no. Yeah, <laughs> no,
2: no 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 no, chance you know that whole relationship that that, that alliance the the four the the adam uh the sam chelsea and kira they're very very strong they're very good at communicating And definitely a problem, but Chelsea, you know, was right up there with Sam in in the ranks and they were definitely a a, a huge problem for the pretty boys. We had to get out one, one or the other, or it would have been very, very bad for us.
1: So Corey is going to win the veto and uh, she uh, is, you know, consulting you about like, what should I do with this? Uh, You, you were essentially like, Hey, you should talk to Dane, Um, you know, It's a good way to to get Corey a little closer to Dane and and all that stuff. Um, you also are talking about Damien this week. Uh, you, you had an interesting relationship with Damien, uh, where, um, so first of all, you know, Damien, as you learned, was voted to go into the house early and watch everyone come in. Um, and I talked to Dane about this. I talked to Adam about this. Uh, ironically, if Canada had not voted for Damien, he would have come into the house probably earlier and uh would have been a part of the pretty boys uh which would have been a whole different season um but uh but did not happen and so he's going to really try to work with the guys for most of the season and really what i saw uh the story of damien to me was damien who he didn't know the game very well but i felt like he had a lot of Uh, good qualities uh like raw potential in the game he was very social he was very likable um and and people really believed him when he told them things um and so uh anytime damien though try like made any progress uh it was anthony that was like nope get back down there
2: yeah no (laughs) because i knew things that, that I knew things uh, about where Damien's gameplay was. I, I, I knew Damien had a strong relationship with Dane, and I also knew Damien uh, had it out for Adam. So, you know, Dane was trying to keep uh, Damien close because he wanted Adam. Uh, it's more numbers for Dane. You know, Dane wanted wanted Adam and Damien to be good. Dane wanted me and Damien to be good. And I felt great with Damien. I just couldn't allow Dane to have this like close final three and, you know, close. To, oh, we we feel better together with with Dane, uh, with Damien and, and Adam. It would have been it would have been very, very bad uh, for me. Would have been very, very bad for Mark and uh yeah i had to basically go with my gut but um damien was also very very close with several other people and i just didn't think that he would bump me up in the ranks no matter what we said you know even if we had gone super deep and started throwing names out left right and center i still think because of the way Damien is he would have been loyal to the people he started off with because you know that's the type of person damien is he's extremely loyal extremely down to earth and he's not going to go against his word. So I knew that he had these deals with people earlier on in the game. I just couldn't trust that he would, you know, go on a deeper level with me.
1: Yeah. And I, and I think that's the the right read. I mean, there were a bunch of different talks throughout the season of bringing Damien in as a fifth and yeah. you were like, Hmm. We yeah. can we can work with Damien, but we're not going to approach him as four okay. people. No, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, so uh, at this point in the game, Dane is talking to the cameras and he is telling us that he is true to his final two with you. Uh, yeah. he is, she's loyal to, to Anthony. Yeah. Um, you never really talked to the cameras. We never really got a sense of uh, we never really knew where your head was at. At the time, we were definitely uh, aware of how good you were. At, uh, at playing people in the house and, yeah. and all of that stuff. Our main concern for you was how, what is his end game? Yeah. Uh, and, and when we found out that Dane, cause we didn't even really know that you had a final two with Dane, cause again, the feeds weren't on in the first week. Um, yeah. and you didn't talk about it a whole lot until, uh, you know, a few of these moments. And when Dane finally said that he was loyal to the final two with you, I was like, okay, okay. So Anthony's end game is probably get taken to the end by Dane um, right. because uh, I believe it's around this time as well that uh, we had the study session with Kira and Corey um, where you, uh, you know, day one walked in burgundy suit looking fly yeah. uh, and they were getting very frustrated. <laughs> Um that was one of my favorite conversations of the whole season. Um but but it became very clear that uh the studying and the the days were not going to be uh, your strong suit. And We know that those are really uh, a big port- part of the uh, the end game competition. So it was re- we knew that you were going to have to rely on other people to take you to the end. Um yeah. and so uh this was the first sign of like okay, Dane will take him. That's that's good. Um we know that. Now he has to focus on making sure he can beat Dane and also that uh that the right combination of people are there that Uh, that it worked out for him. Um, But, uh, but Dane was loyal at this point.
2: Yeah. Dane was very loyal, man. He was doing a lot of different things. You know, I was hearing about things he was saying behind my back. He was really fighting for me uh, the same way I was fighting for him and, you know, showed me at a very early stage that he was going to, he was going to be
1: loyal to me. Yes. Uh, So did you, did you have a plan for the, for the end game at this point or, or was it mostly just like pretty boys and then, and then Dane? It
2: it was mostly pretty boys and Dane, but um, you know, I knew people, I had relationships that I felt really, really good with. I, I felt really uh, uh, trusted and, and loyal with other people as well. And I wanted to bring them as far as I possibly could. You know, the same way I was observing everybody else in the house, I was also observing the pretty boys. I was seeing, you know, things. I was seeing Adam sacrifice his own game. I was seeing Adam at times even, you know, uh, seemingly up going against the pretty boys. So, you know, I had to make very, very... uh, uh, calculated decisions. Like every conversation is calculated, you know, every, every meat at the fish tank, every, you know, you see somebody going in for a cookie in the pantry, you know, all these things you got to take into consideration when, when, when you're building relationships with people and you got to always be in the right place at the, at the right time. So, you know, me personally, I wanted Dane to go to the end. I wanted to go uh, with the pretty boys as well, but I was still trying to build relationships with other people to see where their heads are at.
1: Yes. Uh, there was a funny moment, uh, uh, toward the end of this week where Eddie tried to flip the vote a little bit to keep yeah. Chelsea didn't work. Um, he went to Damien and let Damien know, uh, hey, I-, I hope, you know, Dane and Anthony tried to flip the vote against you last week. Yeah. Um, and Damien did not believe it. He was like, I-, I trust Dane. He didn't put me on the block. I don't believe I don't believe that. But yeah the idea stuck in his head. Yeah. And then we, the next day we had a whole day of, I called it uh, detective Damien where he went around and he questioned people individually. He was like, what well, do you know anything about a vote flip that happened last week? Um, yeah. And most people didn't know anything. Uh, yeah. And then Corey in particular really helped cover for you guys. And, and uh, detective Damien, he came up with no clues and uh, the whole thing eventually went away. But uh, yeah. I thought that whole thing was really funny.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It was a, it was a close call. Um, but, yeah, it was very deep with Corey. Big move by Corey to to, to cover. Um, but, yeah, like everything's constantly changing. Relationships are building. Relationships are deteriorating. So you, you kind of have to make calculated decisions in the present, you know. So just because you thought something, you know, three days before doesn't mean that's where your head is at three days later.
1: Yes. So uh also, you know, you and Dane found out about uh, Eddie trying to throw you under the bus. So that uh, further solidified that Eddie target. Uh, Chelsea is going to be evicted. And then, of course, uh the double eviction comes and Eddie is going to be evicted there. Um, this is another spot where, you know, if Sam had won this HOH might have been trouble for you but again um i don't think she would have put you up on the block against dane which would have been i think the riskiest spot for you and i think throughout the season the only person you ever would have gone home against was dane um and i think very few people ever would have put you on the block next to him because they didn't they never saw that it was you that it was you two together they would put dane up next to adam or dane up next to like uh, you know sd or somebody else um so, uh, so Eddie leaves and then, then we get to, uh, Sam winning the next HOH. Yep. And this is again, it's dangerous for you because Sam, when Sam wins HOH, her first thought is, I want to target Anthony. Yeah. I want Anthony and Corey on the block. And of course you would have stayed there. Um, yep. but it didn't matter because the, that didn't even go through because you had been working on Kira and bringing Kira in with Corey. And again, you had that study session and all of that stuff. Yep. Yep. Um, and so Kira stood up for you and they were like, no, nah, nah, I don't Want, i don't want anthony we can work with anthony we can work with anthony and Corey. Uh, of course adam was up there like no, no no not anthony um and so they eventually got the target onto kiki with mark on the block next yep. to her as the pawn um yep. but that quickly shifted because uh because of esty who was like no, no no the guys are working together you told me it was funny because esty didn't believe it was true but she was using it So she was using it as a, as what she thought was a lie um, effectively to get Sam to target Mark over Kiki. Um, And so that was a, that was a whole thing. Yeah. Sam brought you to Wendy's. Yeah. Smart move. Yeah. Very, very Uh
2: smart. Yeah. Me and Sam, we had, we had had very, very short talks throughout the season, but I personally felt like there were talks that had substance in it. We went over the main points. Look, Sam, you know, I'm close with Adam. You're close with Adam. And by association, I'm definitely not going after you. You know, we don't need to sneak off in corners. We don't need to go play by play and do whatever. You know, I didn't want to say too much to Sam because that's information that she could have used and uh, definitely held towards me later on. So I just kept it at, listen, I'm never going against Adam. And if I and and, you know, Sam's thinking, well, if you go against Adam, you're going against me. So, you know, chances are he's not going to go against me as well. So that was kind of the mindset earlier on in the game that I had uh, with with Sam. So when Sam took me to Wendy's, you know, it was time to really talk. It was time to really go over some things and uh, go a little bit deeper.
1: Yes, and you, this is, you know, you and Corey and Sam and Adam really started to come together, especially toward the end of the week. But there was a bit of an interlude in between where, uh, you know, I, I I really do feel like people underestimated how effective Esty could be when she was trying. The problem was she yeah. wasn't always trying. She was a little too right. focused on Kiki most of the time. Um, right. But uh, but when she was trying, she could be effective. And she really started to bridge the gap between the group of Adam, Sam, uh, and... Uh, uh, SD Kiki and Dane. And, uh, so they came together and that's when, uh, Dane who had been kind of pushing for Corey backdoor all week, um, yeah. telling Sam, uh, Hey, you know, Corey's Corey's the alpha female in the house. Now that now, instead of you, and he was like trying to put that idea into Sam's head. Um, yeah. and, and so they came together in the lounge and they were making a five person alliance before the via, before the, uh, veto competition happened where they're yeah. like, Hey, if the veto is used, Corey will go up as a back door and that'll, that'll be great. Um, and so ultimately that shifted again and it, and it wasn't the plan again, but then Adam talked Sam into it again. And then so then as, as Sam was on board, um, yeah. so. Uh, so sam sam wanted to sam was on board to backdoor cory um yep. and so the blood veto was uh was in play at this point as well um what, what were your thoughts on the blood veto before we uh get into the backdoor and Cory stuff
2: scary man that blood veto holy. i didn't know if it came with good i didn't know if it came with bad um you know just the thought of the bloodiest veto of all time. It kind of puts a whole different, uh, uh, uh you know, a bunch of speculation into your head. So, you know, I didn't really want any part of it. Um, but I, I, I really wanted to see what it, what, what it was capable of and, and stuff like that. And, you know, it was a very good decision to put that into somebody's hands that I felt really good with at the time.
1: Yes. <clears throat> um, One thing that I talked about with Adam and Sam was, uh, that if the backdoor Corey plan had gone through, um, and, you know, Corey was up on the block next to, uh, next to Mark, um, Kira had the blood veto. And so Kira probably, you know, probably would have still, you know, evicted I don't know. Well, I don't even know. But uh, but you you showed you showed to have a lot of influence over Kira. Uh, and so I was like, I don't know. Maybe Anthony has influence over what Kira makes uh decision that Kira makes in that spot. And I'm I, I think Anthony gets once. I don't know. I don't know which I don't know who, who Anthony chooses there. Yeah. Between
2: Corey and Mark. Yeah, uh, I definitely would have kept Mark. I felt really, really good. But me and Corey kept getting stronger and stronger every day. You know, our relationship kept building and every idea that we had was, was constantly lining up. We shared information for the most part. um, And, and we were on the same page, but I definitely would not let pretty boy Mark hope
1: uh, pretty boy Mark go home. All right. Uh, Okay. So, so uh, Adam has now convinced Sam backdoor, Corey, Sam tells Kira and Kira's like, no, we need a guy to leave. Why are you backdooring Corey? That doesn't make any sense. We need Mark to go. Why are you letting Adam talk you into this? And so Kira decides uh, they have a good relationship with you. They go to you and Corey and they say, hey, they're trying to backdoor Corey. It's Dane who's convincing Adam, who's convincing Sam. And uh, and you were like, no, I don't like this. <laughs> well, what your response to Kira was, you, you think I don't know this? Yeah, of course I know this. I know I know Dane is doing this stuff. Uh, You always had that response to people, and I loved it. Uh, Can you tell me more about that in particular? Like that as a response uh, for as a manipulation tactic. Yeah,
2: you 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 have to be very vague, and you can't really. You know, I could have went off and be like, "Yo, I feel really good with Dane," and I knew this already from the start. But you gotta you gotta leave people. in in mystery, right? You don't want people to, to, to know exactly where your head's at. You want to give them, you know, just enough to keep them blind. So, um, I told Kira that, you know, I already knew that because I wanted Kira to know that I I had been having serious conversations with people, you know, not going to say any names, uh, but I I do know where everybody's head is at. And I already knew about the backdoor plan. And I wanted to use that as as a point uh, to really show Kira that, you know, I do have a lot of power in this house and you can always trust me because I do always know what things are happening
1: at all times yes and this is huge because uh you know kira with the ultimate decision of who to send home this week was dead set on mark for a while and uh when they go to tell you about this backdoor plan and you're like hey i i know i know dane he's shady uh i i know i know what kind of things dane is doing in this game uh they really felt like they had manipulated you um and and gotten you to be against dane and so They then go to Kiki and Esty and they're like, Hey, uh, you know, I think things are looking good. Kiki, who was, uh, definitely not the best campaigner in the season, uh, really just, uh, didn't always make people feel comfortable with yeah. her, uh, and really just kind of, uh, made, made, uh, Kira feel like something's off. I don't think they like yeah. me very much because they didn't. Yeah. Um, and so then Kira went to Sam and Kira was like, I, I do you feel like Kiki and Esty are lying to us, and uh, and by this point you had already, yeah, you know, I I, I skipped you and Adam and Sam, uh, but at that point Sam had been already been flipped. We'll go back to that, uh, yeah. but uh, but then uh, Sam was like, yeah, I agree, I think that we should keep Mark and get rid of Kiki, and yeah. uh, Kira was like, yes, uh, I went to I went to Anthony, and he he's against Dane. Uh, I think I think I did it. I cracked the boys thing. Yeah, <laughs> we did it. Now we can afford to keep Mark. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, it, it was a perfect setup. And just the way things are happening, the conversations that were happening naturally on the other side, everything worked out
1: perfectly. Yes. And so when you heard about the Corey backdoor, you went to Adam and yep. uh, and you this was a very funny interaction where uh, you were, you know, Adam was like, I don't know what to do. You know, she wants Mark to leave, but I got her to get want to go after Corey instead. And you're like, no, 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 Adam, this is what you're going to do. This is this is what you are going to do. You are going to go to Sam. You are going to you are going to tell her, uh, you know, that that you you are going to protect her in this game, and that she has yep. to trust you, and yep. uh, all of this stuff. You gave him you gave him a script. You gave yep. lots of people scripts, uh, yep. and they usually followed them. Yep. Uh, and so then Adam went to Sam, and he followed the script, yep. and he flipped Sam and got her convinced to keep Mark and get rid of Kiki and not do the Corey backdoor. And yep. uh, it was funny because Sam said to Adam in that conversation, "I feel like." Anthony is talking to me right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, just like that, you like you sweep you sweep in you, uh, you sweep in and and you flip the whole script around and uh, and Kiki is the one that's going to leave. Um. And and that's that's basically uh, it for the week. Yep.
2: Yep. Things worked out perfectly, you know, but at the same time, it it wasn't all me. It was Adam. Adam, you know, worked out to a T as well. Dane was also putting in a lot of work. And, you know, I told Mark what to do, how to act, how to, you know, kind of act mopey. But, you know, at the same time, these are the people you need to talk to. And everybody did exactly, you know, what they're supposed to do
1: yes um dane was actually pretty frustrated this week because obviously he did not want to lose one of his pieces and he really wanted Corey to leave he that was his that was his baby that his plan was to get Corey out um and 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 it it was foiled um but uh this this led to some arguments within the pretty boys you started to to fight about like um you know who's players uh, whose who side alliances are going to get further you uh, you talked about like who are we going to take to the final five um yeah. and obviously like, you you liked Corey. uh yeah. adam liked sam um dane was like esty esty's the weakest um yeah. but ultimately it seemed like the one person you could all agree on was kira uh yeah. and that's you know adam felt like kira was was his Alliance member. So that's, that's great yeah. for him. Kira is also, you know, weak. Uh, Mark has wanted to take Kira to the end as a goat f- since week two. So he's totally on board with Kira. Um, sure. And then you, you also agreed with, with Kira. You had a good relationship with them. Um, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll talk about this and t- in, in the, in the end game, but uh, I, I referred to Kira as your sleeper cell because Adam thought that <laughs> Kira was his ally, but all yeah. along secretly yeah. they were your ally. Yep, that was mine, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, So, uh, so you guys decide at this point, uh, you know, Kira is, is there, uh, at Final Five. Were you, were you gonna stick to this or could, would you have taken, would you have tried to take Corey over Kira if, if you had the option?
2: Um, here's the thing Uh, throughout the season, my main focus was always on pretty boys. First, these guys were starting to be disloyal to each other and I had to be the glue. You know, there were lots of conversations that were happening um, about going against each other. And I I really, really didn't like it. I really wanted us to stick together and to fight. And I don't think anybody fought as hard for the pretty boys to stick together than me. But as the season went on, you got to think of, you know, What's happening? Why are these people going against me? Why are Dane and Adam going against me? You know, I thought that the whole thing with trying to get out Corey, I I took that personally because you guys are trying to take out my alliance. Remember, there's still other people here that that we can take out. Why are you going after Corey? So I took that as disloyalty. You know, the, some of the conversations that I had with Mark where, you know, Mark shared some stories and told me some things. I, I took that as disloyalty too. You know, Mark Mark was telling me about conversations he was having with Adam about me. And it's just like, well, why are you even having those conversations? That's, you're just as disloyal for, if Adam feels comfortable saying those things to you, then it's because you guys have, you guys have went deeper uh, uh, when you're talking about, me and and it's a problem. So, you know, I started to really look at the big picture of who was really loyal to me because I knew the pretty boys were loyal to me, but who was ultimately the most loyal to me? And that was Corey. And that's why I wanted Corey to go as far as possible because I knew I could trust Corey 100%. And I did rally for Corey when when uh she she went up on the block for the secret assassin, but I didn't have much options.
1: Yes, uh, this is also the week where it you started to work on Mark. I think Mark also saw that there was a little bit of a splinter there within yeah. the Pretty Boys, and yeah. so he really wanted to, uh, I think, use that. And you, I think, also saw the opportunity to pull Mark in closer. He was like, "Hey, I want to get closer with Corey. Um, yeah. You know, can, can you help me with that?" Uh, and this was really the start of you, you know you being uh, Mark's coach in the game, yeah. Uh, yeah. where Mark just uh, you know he got a taste of of Anthony's script and yeah. how effective it was and like uh he used it and then cory liked him and he was like this is great and then he kept going to you more and more often for just like what do i do tell me what to do and i'll do it cool. um and uh and it worked every time so yeah. um this was definitely the start of that. Uh, this is also, again, you made the, uh, the four deal with, uh, with Adam and Sam and Corey, uh, but you and Corey were obviously not loyal to this, uh, deal. Cool. Um, and then, uh, you also started to, you, you spent a lot of time on Damien this week. Um, yeah. but. But again, it didn't really ever go anywhere. Really? Uh, Damien didn't ever really give you much, uh, no. which I think, uh, t- definitely did not help his case, especially, uh, with you being so close to Corey. Damien and Corey had like a, a, a deal going on. Like they were working together and uh, you, yep. you knew, you knew that, uh, yep. and you, are, you are eventually going to, uh, break that up as well. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yep.
2: Yep. yep. Yeah, they were getting very close. And, and you know, it was a good thing for me because, you know, if Corey was going to go deeper, you know, Corey was a, someone I could 100% trust, and Corey's very smooth with her words. So I knew if I was ever in trouble on that side, then Corey would be able to take care of it with Damien. You know, at the same time, I never had to say anything incriminating to Damien. I never had to make, you know, promises and throw out names to Damien because I knew that Corey had that side covered, and I knew that Dane had the other side covered. So I was in a very good spot with Damien without having to go too deep.
1: Yes. So heading into the next week, uh, you're working with the Pretty Boys. You have a final two with Dane. You have a, a duo thing with Corey. Uh, you're, you've paired off with Mark at this point. Um, yeah. You've got uh, you've got Sam, Adam, and Corey as a four thing. You've got uh, you've got Kira and Corey as kind of a three thing. Like a lot of different stuff going a lot on. Of the of, only per the only person you're not on great terms with at this point is Esty, um, yeah. because that relationship has deteriorated. as she was not happy with uh your lack of uh you know, campaigning for Kiki against right. Mark. Um right. and so uh Dane was not able to uh to keep that uh from from getting too uh for keep her from getting too upset with you at that point. But right. uh what are you gonna do? God, um yeah. So you're still targeting Sam and uh, maybe a little bit Damien um, and Corey wins this HOH. And this is, yeah, this is when you you, I, I loved how you, uh, it, it was sad. It was sad because, you know, uh, I, I like Damien, but, yeah. uh, but it was very good. And I really enjoyed uh, the, how you turned Corey against Damien. You just started, you started to plant seeds with her at the yeah. start. Hey, he's real close with Esty. Yeah, you know, watch watch out for that. Yeah, and so yeah. after you point it out, she's looking for it, and so she yeah. sees things that that confirm it in her mind. Yeah. She, I've been I've been watching, and I I see I see, I've, I see Damien and Esty all all the time now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was great, oh man. man, things
2: worked out perfectly. Things worked out perfectly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, um, so Corey, but Corey wins HOH and you and Dane have to immediately get to work because, um, you know, Corey had been bonding a lot with Sam leading up to that yep. HOH. She was completely on board to work with Sam. Um, yep. and, uh, you know, you, you came into the HOH room and again, like you, this is another method I saw you use, which was, um, you went in there and she was like ready to be like, Hey, I talked to Sam. I feel good about it. Uh, but you right away were like, Yeah, so I talked to Dane about Sam. And, uh, he was like, Yeah, I'm not dumb enough to believe when she lies to me. And I, 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 I of course not. Like, no, she's obviously shady. Nobody would believe her. And Corey was like, Yeah, no, yeah, I, yeah, I wouldn't believe Sam either.
2: Yeah. She because, you know, the, the the picture was already painted like I had, I had been planting seeds and and things with with Corey to, to not believe Sam all throughout the season. This is just the perfect moment to just be like, listen, like Sam's been going against you and me this en- this entire season. We have to do something about it now. Sure, Dane might have been a little bit disloyal, but we got a final three with with Dane now. So,
1: you know. Yeah, and Dane, Dane is running around making sure that everybody's story is the same. Yeah, um, which was uh, very effective, especially in the face of Kira, uh, Sam, and Adam, who all had different stories. Yeah, um, and uh, and and you had you had put in all all of the the the, the prep work for for Corey to believe this, and it, it, it was beautiful to yeah. to see uh, Corey Thanks. get completely snowed uh, in that moment. Yeah. Hopefully, she can appreciate it at some point
2: yeah it's the game man this, yeah. it's, the, it's it's you know you have to remember this is just a game, and you have to do things in order to make it far and you got to worry about your people. that's the only way you can make it in this game
1: yes uh this is also really when we started to see uh, another tactic that I saw you use, which was uh and this is I think one of the main ones, which is uh corey this is this is a legendary move yeah you're a legend this is you're <laughs> gonna be this is gonna go down in history yeah, yeah. <laughs> you love pumping people up
2: yeah i amped Corey up and Corey was ready and, and she believed it too and honestly it was it, it, she just doesn't know that you know it, it wasn't her legendary <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but
2: yeah it was uh it was a huge opportunity and just like i said i knew it, it was going to be very very difficult for one of us uh to take sam out uh loudly you know um and it, it just worked out perfectly that Corey, I was close enough with Corey and it was
1: the perfect time to really strike. Yes. Um, so you're going to spend more time this week working uh, on Kira and, and getting closer to them, uh, really starting to get closer to that. They're starting to really just come to you anytime they're feeling, uh, you know, upset uh, that you're just like the go-to person and you tell them like, Hey, you can come to me anytime sure. uh, I'm here for you. Uh, yeah. I remember Remember people talking at this point about like, uh you know this is very effective, but, but is, i mean is is he being genuine is this is he yeah. using their uh their emotions like uh yeah. people were people were a little some people were starting to be like is this this, this is this too much
2: Yeah, you know <laughs> what a lot of people watching don't understand is I had a genuine connection with kira kira is a very kind and sweet person and you know yes they are very emotional but i told kira several different times listen we are playing a game but at the same point i'm your friend so you know we don't have to talk game if you ever just want to talk about you know what's going on with you and things like that. I'm open to that because we are friends. We don't, we're not, yeah, okay, we can put game on pause for a minute. If at 2 a.m., you know, you're upset. If at, if at, if at three o'clock in the afternoon, if after a comp, if, if, you know, you're not feeling too good about something, you want to talk about something, you can talk to me because, you know, we are friends inside of this house. And yes, we are playing a game. Yes, we are going to have to go against each other. Yes, we're lying to each other. But at the same point, everybody in here is struggling and everybody in here, you know, it, doesn't have their outlets that they you know normally turn to when they're stressed so when you're stressed anything you need to talk about you can talk to me about that and that's why you know after the season a lot of people are upset because they're confused as to, as to what was going on but I was always there for Kira anytime Kira was upset it doesn't matter if it was upset about game it doesn't matter if it was upset about you know personal things that was going on with Kira and even I had conversations with Kira when I myself was struggling we had a great connection a great relationship and, but at the same time it's it's It's, you know, you have to be able to separate the two. I had a personal relationship with Kira and I also had a game relationship with Kira and, you know, things are great for the most part until the end.
1: Yeah. I, I, that's, that's the sense I got too, which is that like, that's like, that's who you are is somebody that is a confidant that it, that does help. Uh, I think that a lot of the things that you did in the house, like prop people up or pump yeah. people up and, um, and, and, and be there to support them and, and be a mentor. Like, I think, uh, I got the sense that that is who you are. And yeah. so like many people, you went into the house as who you are and you took that and, and, used the, what, what you could as, as, as an advantage in the house based on your own personality. Um, yeah. and, and I, I would, I would fully expect that it's like, it's not like, uh, like I would fully expect that you would have a similar conversation with Kira outside of the house, uh, yeah. to, to tell them like, Hey, you know, come to me anytime. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. I, t- I told Kira that throughout the season. I would tell Kira that now. You're a friend of mine. You will always be a family member. We had a great relationship. If at any point you need to talk to me, if at any point you just want to talk to me, if you need to vent, you can turn to me. That's the type of person that I am. You know, this game, it it, 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 it does crazy things to, to people. And, you know, but you have to remember, it's just a game. People are lying. People are manipulating. People are doing whatever they can to, to, to win people are doing whatever they can to make it uh uh, uh through the next week and, and the weeks after that but at the same point you know you're building genuine relationships with these people and kira was definitely somebody who I had a genuine relationship with and even if we don't talk for two years even if we don't talk for three days i'll still always be there for kira because that genuine connection and that relationship was there that is always going to be a sibling to me
1: and that's the way it is for me it's good to hear um, so, uh, so we also see this, um, uh, oh, this is a, this is one of my, oh, so, oh, so Sam goes on the block. Uh, yeah. and this is when the, the relationship with the, with Kira starts to deteriorate a little bit. Um, yeah. because now they're mad at you because yeah. they feel like, uh, if you didn't want Sam on the block, I feel like, Sam wouldn't be on the block, Anthony. Um, and so they're, they're kind of mad at you at this point. Um, this is when, uh, you had a conversation with Mark and Adam in the pantry where, um, uh, you saw that that Kira was listening in and you were like, Adam campaign campaign to us about Sam. And Adam was like, well, what, what do you want? What do you want me to do? Campaign loudly. He's like, yeah. uh, Sam should stay for these reasons. And then, um, and then, and then you'd like open the door and then you, you would tell Adam like, okay, oh, this is what you need to go say to this person. And then you would talk to Mark and you were like, Hey Mark, this is what you need to go do. And then Mark left. And you were sitting in the, the pantry and you're just like, uh, I feel like Charles Xavier in this house right now. I feel like I'm
2: Charles Xavier. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Cause I honestly, at that point I was really, I was really coaching everybody. You know, I Mm. was, I was really telling people what to say. And I was the thing is, is I knew where everyone's head was at because I was controlling all the conversations. I knew what everyone was going to say to everyone because I told them what to say. And that's why I always knew where everyone's heads are. at. And I tried to make the best decisions for the pretty boys. Ultimately, I really was looking out, you know, at the end of the day for myself. But always right up there with, with myself was the pretty boys. So, um, yeah, it was, it was, it was a a great opportunity for me to, for me to kind of point fingers and, and to direct people. And because of that direction, the pretty boys, you know, we're, we're, we're on a, on a, on a, on a good route.
1: Yes. Um, so, uh, so you have at this point, you fully turned cory against Damien, uh, because she's she noticed that, you know, he's close with sd And then once you got that in place, it, it was just the perfect slow reveal yeah. of information. Now, now she's convinced that Damien and Esty are really close. Yeah. Well, if they're that close, then surely Damien would have known about the backdoor plan, right? And yeah. she was like, I wonder. And then yeah. a couple of days later, yeah obviously he knew he must have known. Um, and now all of a sudden it's, and then I remember you having a conversation with her where she had just talked to Damien and Damien is still like, totally would love to work with Corey. Um, and, and she was like, I don't think Damien knows that we know. It was like, (laughs) <laughs> know what? <laughs> There's nothing to know. That's why. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was the perfect
2: scheme. Man. And, and Corey really bit into it. And, and, but uh, you know, I, ha- I, I had to make sure that Corey, Corey's head was exactly where I wanted it to be because mm-hmm. I never wanted Corey to stray away from, from, uh, uh, you know, sticking with the, the pretty boys. I wanted Corey to feel good with Dane. I wanted Corey to feel good with Mark. I wanted Corey to feel good with Adam and vice versa. The only way I could do that is if I pointed fingers at
1: other people. Yes. This is also the week where obviously Adam is going to punch some boxes. Yep. Uh He's going to be uh, upset about Sam and you have a, a long conversation with him toward yeah. the end of the week in, in the washroom uh, where um, <laughs> this, uh, I, I did, I did a few, uh, you know, I, I, tell, I told you, I do morning updates for everything that's happening on the feeds. I often yeah. am reenacting what's happening yeah. on the feed. So um, yeah. I, I, I had a lot of times where I, I was you and I, this, this is what you're going to do right yep. you're going you're to go and you're going to do this um, so I reenacted most of this uh, this talk with Adam uh, yeah. where I, my favorite part is, um, is like you you spend just as much time with Corey as I do with Sam what yeah. what yeah. you two shower together yeah <laughs> <laughs> honestly
2: though honestly yeah, no. uh, it was a much needed conversation though that was mm-hmm. moments where it, you know it even brought me and Adam closer. We had a talk. Yeah, we, you know that's what that's what boys do. That's what that's what that's what brothers do. We 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 let's argue. Let's have a discussion. Who cares who's listening? Let's have <laughs> a discussion. Let's talk about this and let, let's let's get to the bottom of this. No more you running to Dane. No more me running to Dane. No more Dane talk and Mark talking about what you know they're going to say to you. What they're going to say to me. Let's me and you have a talk, Adam. And that was perfect for me and Adam
1: uh where, where did uh blowing bubbles into each other's mouths come from <laughs> we said so, that a lot
2: yeah so there was a there was a time in the hoh where adam so adam has this he has a lot of weird things he could do he could fart on command <laughs> literally fart on command he could fart on. i watched adam fart 15 times in a row one day it was the most incredible thing i've ever seen but <laughs> What Adam can also do is blow bubbles out of his mouth, and there was a t- <laughs> in the hoh room, and Adam was blowing bubbles out of his mouth, and Sam was trying to catch them. <laughs> at, at this point, I knew <sighs> we were in a lot of trouble with Adam, <laughs> and we had
1: to get to work. <laughs> That's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> That's a lot.
2: And, <laughs> it's too much
1: you also you had a lot of uh, animal references throughout the season, obviously lion being one of the main ones this is a lion's den. Um, cool. You would talk about like uh, like this castle. This castle is not built on sand. This castle is built on concrete. Um, and you, you know, you, toward the end of the season, you're like, I, I'm not a, a dolphin or whatever. I'm, I'm a great white shark. Yeah. Um, lots of uh, you even. Um, this is not an animal reference. But this is one of our one of our favorites. Uh, bananas and pajamas. Uh, you, the Esty and Kiki were the bananas and pajamas. They were bad news bears.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I watched a lot of TV growing up. I, I love. My- my animal documentary, so I have a lot of material on deck uh, for when I needed it. <laughs> oh,
1: man. Uh, I, I loved it. I loved it. Um, so, uh, so Sam is going to be evicted here. Um, yeah. We head into the, the next week. Mark wins the HOH. Yeah. Um, and you spend time uh, repairing the relationship with Kira. Uh, yep. Doing your best. Um, yep. Mark wants to nominate Adam and Damien. Yeah. Um and you were you, you know, to Mark, you were like, okay, yeah, we can make that work. You did yeah. say like I would prefer somebody else to like uh Damien and Esty to go up. Yeah. Um but you didn't offer too much resistance. You did later tell Dane that you were like, I don't like that Mark came up with this plan and just like had this plan by himself. Uh was that was that true?
2: Yeah, it was a tough spot because Mark, he's a man of chaos. And and yeah. Mark, I knew I knew Mark you know, he, he if anyone was going to take a shot at the Pretty Boys, it was definitely going to be Mark. So <clears throat> the relationship that I had with Mark, I didn't want Mark to think that he couldn't trust me. I wanted Mark to feel that he could come to me with anything. Oh, you want to go against Adam? Well, you could, you could talk to Anthony about it. Oh, you want to go against Dane? You could talk to Anthony about it. I wanted to make sure I had Mark in a position to where no matter what crossed his mind, no matter how uh, devilish it seemed, you could always come to me. So that's why I acted the way I acted, but I was actually very upset with that um i didn't want adam to go on the block because you know just like we saw with with uh with what when mark went on the block and the blood veto anything can happen i also didn't like the fact that mark had already come to this conclusion without sitting down you know we are the greatest alliance to ever touch this universe we got to sit down the round table and we have to have a discussion the same way we have been you can't just make a decision all of a sudden say adam's going on the block adam's uh, adam's one of our soldiers You know, so but you could definitely tell Mark was sour, you know, over the whole thing that happened with Sam and, you know, how Adam never really told uh, anybody that that Mark was going on the block. And I had a strong feeling that Adam knew he just didn't share it. So, you know, I could kind of, you know, see where Mark was coming from. But at the same point, you know, that's something where you just got to swallow your ego and you got to push forward. And, you know, that's the only way we're going to stick together is, is with good
1: communication. Yes. Uh, so Adam and Damien go up on the block. Um, this is, uh, this is another moment where uh, you're going to give Adam a script of what to say to Corey. Yeah. Cause you wanted to make a final three with Adam and Corey. Uh, yeah. and he was kind of like, nah, I don't want to make a final three, but, um, but yes, you know, we'll, we'll do, yeah. you know, the thing. Yeah. Um, and you're like, you need to like pace around, look mad yeah. and then, uh, and then go and say, like, I've been, and he, I, I, c- I can tell you because you didn't get to watch this, but you told him exactly what to say. He yeah. went and did exactly that. Yeah. Um, and then uh, so it's so all to the court. And then Corey came up to you excited, like Adam just did this. And then she repeats your words back to you because yeah. she heard Adam say them. And you're like, yeah. oh, wow, that's yeah. that's great. <laughs> that's yeah. that's wow. great.
2: This is this is this is awesome. <laughs> who, who would have fucked it?
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, meanwhile though, Dane was, uh, was very annoyed. And wh- one of the things I told Dane was, uh, one of his strengths in the game was that, uh, he was always pretty, pretty, uh, capable of, of hiding just how upset Annoying. and, and mad he was. Um, yeah. because he was like, he really wanted Corey on the block. And he, so he was yeah. talking to the camp, like, oh, fuck. Mark, yeah, yeah. Uh, Anthony won't let Corey go on the block. Uh, yeah. And so he was working on Mark every single morning uh, yeah. leading up to the veto competition saying like, hey, you know, just think about it. Like if the veto goes a certain way, maybe Corey should go on the block. Corey, she's really dangerous. She's going to be at some competitions. And, um, and by the time uh, by the time the veto competition comes around the morning of uh, Dane, he's done it. He's flipped yeah. Mark. He's convinced Mark to put Corey on the block. Yeah. Um, and, uh, then, you know, later in the day, Mark is going to tell you about, like, hey, you're not going to like what's going to yeah. happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. and, uh, you immediately, oh, no, 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 I don't like this. Um, no, and you, you blamed Adam. You're like, Adam, I, ca- this Adam guy, I can't yeah. believe him. Yeah. Yeah. I I thought Adam was
2: behind it. I knew Dane had a little bit to do with it, but I thought it was mostly Adam. And if I could convince anybody, it would, it would have been Dane. You know, I, I caught a vibe the way people, I was very observant in that house and I knew that, that something fishy was going on. You know, Kira was looking at me a certain way. I knew Kira knew, you know, what was going on. Adam was walking around with like this little sly smirk on his face. Like, you know what? Let me go talk to Mark because Mark Mark knows exactly what's going on. And I'm, I'm, tired, of, I'm tired of catching these little vibes. So I went up to the HOH right away and I was like, what's going on, man? Talk to me right now. And even Mark tried to run away at, at the beginning. He's like, oh, well, I got to go here, whatever. And I'm like, okay, well then I'll, I'll sit here and wait. I'll sit here and wait. I got all day, Mark. I'm not moving until me and you talk because I knew that Mark was the only one who would really like open up and tell me everything because of how much I had done for Mark already in the game. So it was just a matter of time before Mark spilled the beans and before I could flip that as well.
1: Yes, uh, so that that blows up, and and Adam, you know, had been working with Dane, but of course it was it was uh, it was most, mostly Dane's uh, influence over Mark that made it happen. Uh, but so uh, Adam is like, hey, hey, it was it's not just me; Dane wants it too. And uh, and Dane, as I said, uh, always the diplomat, was like, hey, you know, I, I think that it's the right move, but I'm I'm with the group; I'm willing to do whatever the group wants. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's like, Fucking, I get Corey out of this house, yeah. um, and. Um, so that, that was a whole thing. And of course, uh, Damien walks in, in the middle of it. That was really funny. Um, I, I, there were so many times where you were talking and Damien walked in and you'd have Every to switch time, the man, topic.
2: He always just appeared at the right time <laughs> for how he did it. He always, <laughs>
1: <do>. <laughs> it was always him to, like, Kira, like, there was a, there's a whole thing about, uh, like, uh, and like, then Kira shows up because Kira would often be that person. But yep. for you, it was, it was Damien all the time. <laughs>
2: yeah always man Damien was everywhere at all times man as soon as a conversation was happening he was very good at that he was very good at making sure he walked in on conversations he didn't care who was in what rooms and and he's a great player for that man and he'd just just sit down and it would would be like really awkward yeah what's going on guys like
1: up. (laughs) <laughs> so um so then you have to start now work on mark because you need to make sure that quarry is safe um and uh mark at first is resisting he's like ah, i don't know i don't think i don't think so but then uh by the time the next day comes around you are the one to get to him in the morning and uh and you finally flip him back on board uh you say you know hey this is not about it's not about us this is about you yeah. This is about this is about individual games and yeah, it's individually better for Adam and Dane to get Corey out. But it's not good for us. Corey loves you. Um you like uh, Cory Corey loves you. Corey yeah. loves you. Yeah. Uh you know, this uh and, and Adam would be like Well, you're doing the same thing. You're doing the same thing that I was. I am am not like you, Adam. I am not like you. This this is not the same thing. Uh, You know, Corey Corey is loyal. Corey, that's why we need to keep Corey. And they're like, we can't beat Corey. And it's like, that doesn't matter. It's not about that. It's not about that.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't about that. At that point. We needed people to, you know, not necessarily be loyal to us, but to people who can also win and still be loyal to us. Like I told those guys, Corey did not fear anybody in that house, not Adam, Dane, Mark or me. And Corey would have said, yeah, you guys want final five. I'll take you to the final five and I'll beat all of you. That's why I got heated in that conversation. And that's why I said, Corey will beat you guys. You know, Corey, Corey thinks that she can actually beat you guys. And you know that. Why wouldn't we want to keep that? Estee, Estee wants out uh, Adam and, and potentially me and Mark. Why would we keep Estee? You know, if Esty pulls out a win, we're in, we're in a lot of trouble. Damien wants out Mark and Adam. Why are we going to keep in Damien? We're in a lot of trouble, you know? So you guys have to think about these things instead of just pointing the finger at Corey because Corey won a, a, a POV and an HOH.
1: Yes. Uh Corey does uh have a conversation with you where, you know, she starts talking about um, you know, well, let's let's you know, let's think about it. If Adam I mean if Adam does end up on the block at some point, yeah. then maybe we should vote him. And in, in fact, maybe we should just straight up target Adam next yeah. week. Uh yeah. and then she left the room and you were like,
2: fuck <laughs> Yeah, shit. <laughs> yeah. Um but you know, you gotta you got to be agreeable to some degree with with some of the things and you know you store information and that's when you can plot for your next move wait for the perfect point you know set something up it's all about alley-ooping yourself honestly you know Mm -hmm. you you can plant so many you know seeds that can that can literally grow into into massive trees within a matter of minutes so um i knew that Corey saying that that's how she felt but at the same point i could have flipped that
1: Yes. Well, so there there was definitely a lot of sentiment at this point uh, yeah. that, uh, that that maybe this, there was a little bit of, of hypocrisy going on. Yeah. Uh, you protecting Corey uh, yeah. when you were so mad at Adam protecting Sam and, yeah. uh, you know, things were blowing up at this point. Uh, well, what would be your response to that? So the
2: thing with me, the thing with Adam and Sam is that uh, Adam was protecting Sam and didn't care about the pretty boys at that point. He was saying, yeah, pretty boys, pretty boys, but the way he was acting and his gameplay, he completely lacked the first half of the season in social game. He had zero social game, you know, and, and it's like, we are fighting so hard for you to stay in this game. We're fighting so hard to constantly take the fingers uh, from being pointed at you in this game. And, you know, and, and now all of a sudden, you're just like trying to point fingers. You don't know where everyone's head is at. You know, Adam, I knew where Sam's head was at. I knew exactly who Sam wanted to get out. I knew I was a target for Sam. I knew Dane was a target for Sam. I knew Mark was a, was a target for Sam. And I knew that Sam and Chelsea and everybody else didn't trust Adam. So it's like, you know, why are you fighting so hard for somebody who is a huge target for us? At the end of the day, I was thinking about PB. You know, Corey, I felt good with Corey. I set it up so that Mark felt felt good with Corey. I set it up so that Dane felt good with Corey. And I was also setting it up so that Adam felt good with Corey. Adam was not doing that with Sam. Adam was not fighting for Mark to have a great relationship with Sam. Adam's not fighting for me to have a great relationship. When Sam was throwing out my name, Adam was just like, well, you know, like, I kind of feel good with Anthony. He wasn't saying, telling me things to say to Sam. He wasn't telling Sam things to say to me. He wasn't finessing the sides so that we could build a strong relationship. He didn't do that with anybody. So my argument was, you know, I actually worked on Corey's relationship with you guys and you genuinely feel good with Corey. Do you not? Mark said, well, yeah. Dave said, well, yeah. And Adam said, well, yeah, but, you know, (laughs) he was unsure. I was like, listen, this is a good thing for us. We need to think about the squad. This isn't just for me. This is for the squad. And I think I did a great job at that.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I also, I, just a, a side note, because uh, I remember the um, you guys played that weird uh, like game where you would uh, like challenge each other and like switch places on the couch. Yeah. Um, and one of the things was you had to do impressions of each other. And you were yeah. so good at the impressions. Uh, it's like uh, I, I, I feel like uh, if, if we could have done the the, the live feed updates together, we would have been great. We would have just, uh, just done impressions. Back and
2: forth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I really got to know these people. I, I love doing impressions and stuff like that. It was it was a lot of fun.
1: Yes, because um, I'll you, you should, I love your impression of Adam. Um, I'm just, oh, yeah. <laughs> so ultimately, what happens here is that Mark is is flipped by you, yeah. and uh, he's not going to put up Corey. He's going to put up yep. Esty uh, yep. after Adam wins the veto, and yep. um, and uh, Dane is going to rile up the house uh, about this. He's like, hey hey mark is is not gonna put up uh cory is gonna put up asty can you believe that can you believe what a terrible move that is they're like oh what what? and kira was running around calling mark a little man yeah. uh <laughs> a little man that wants to be a big man yeah and uh asty was going to mark like you're never gonna get my jury vote um and um and then dane dane said in the pantry he was like hmm I mean Mark would be a good person to take the end. Nobody's gonna vote for him yeah yeah, yeah. uh he said the thought crossed his mind. it yeah, did 100%. 100%. Uh, <laughs> um, so uh so s d goes on the block, but then Adam. Finds the secret assassin power, and of course he's going to use that to get Corey on the block. Uh, when I talked to Dane, I was like, you know, I I know you really wanted to find that, but it was actually probably better that Adam did because um, uh, you would have done the same thing, and uh, I think it helped Anthony not be as mad at you as he already was. Yeah, one hundred percent, man,
2: one hundred percent. I would seek vengeance, one hundred percent. We sat around the round table, we came to a decision. It's supposed to be final. You can't just go, you know, there was other people we could have put up. There was other moves we could have made. These guys went against the grain. Well, Adam went against the grain. Uh, That really, really hurt me. But at the same time, you know, I totally understand
1: why he did that. Yes. And you you felt like you could get Dane's vote here because, I mean, you'd been working very closely with Dane right. um, and he had been very diplomatic in all of these situations. Uh, I don't think uh, maybe you didn't re- quite realize just how adamantly he was against Corey at this point. But Dane right. is basically going to tell you no dude uh and he tries to be as diplomatic as possible but as soon as you leave leave the room he's telling the camera's like no no effing way i'm never changing my mind about this i know i know
2: it was it was tough like that was my only option i knew with what had happened with kira you know and and the whole sam thing definitely not gonna vote uh for for Corey. I knew Adam one thousand percent is not voting for Corey and you know Dane was my 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 only option. So um I tried and you know obviously I failed but that was the only person that's why I even told the house and that worked to my advantage as well. I'm not really campaigning that much for Corey You know, it might be one, maybe two people. I'm going to say something very quick to, and that's it. So I tried with Dane, didn't work out. And then I could see exactly where where his head was at. And that was not at that time about us. It was more for himself.
1: Yes. And this seemed to really, really solidify a splinter here within yeah. the pretty boys where it's, it really started to become you and Mark versus Adam and Dane. And uh, you even told Mark uh, at this point, you're like, I'm only, I'm only going to vote for you or Corey in the final two. Yeah, not, not going to give my vote to those other two, um, and uh, and Corey Corey gets evicted at this point. So, uh, how like how firmly were you at this? Because you know, for a long time you were working with Dane, yeah. um, but uh, you know ever since the the this this you know he's been going after Corey, the backdoor Corey plan that he hadn't told you about until after um, yeah. that was that was the start of it. Um, but then you came together to work to get Sam out. But then now he's after Corey again, and he's doing stuff behind your back and now he's not voting with you um, yep. how how firmly were you like all right that's that's it for us right now
2: you see me and Dane always had conversations like but they were always smaller conversations we had a, a trust level that you know I, I felt like I could trust him with anything in that game um, but when all these events took place I was like okay you know what it's time to really sit down and you know I sat down with Dane and I said listen I know about all the things that you're doing bro That's not right. You know, me and you, me and you are supposed to be like this. We're supposed to be we're supposed to be rocks and, you know, we're lacking communication and stuff like that. And, you know, it really hurt me, you know, the way you went against Corey and stuff like that. And like, I understand, you know, the thing is, is is Dane, he was he was more focused on himself. And it's very, very difficult to be able to to tell somebody, you know, don't be focused on yourself be more focused on us, you know, because Dane never knew exactly. He had an idea and he felt it, but he didn't know exactly where Corey's head was at. And this is what what I tried to explain to Dane is, is that I know exactly where Corey's head is at and we're okay, but he went against the grain. And that's why I was, you know, questioning uh, him a little bit, but, you know, I, I always had this feeling in the back of my mind that I could trust him hundred percent. And you, in this game, you gotta be understanding, you know, if a ball drops, Sometimes you just have to let it go. And, you know, that's at that point, that's what I had to do. And I had to focus on the people who were fighting for me very, very hard in this game. And that was at the end of the day, Mark, that was at the end of the day, Adam, and definitely Dane.
1: Yes. Uh, so heading into this next H.O.H., um, you, this is maybe one of again, maybe one of the most dangerous uh HOHs for you, because uh, with Corey having just left, um, sure. there was still a lot of like, you know, anti Corey and, uh, you know, um, uh, Anthony and Mark sentiment. Uh, ultimately, I think that uh, if somebody like SD or Damien or Kira had won, Mark is probably the one that would have gone home in this, this this spot but you yep. might have been on the block uh next to next to him um if uh if they were in power but doesn't matter because ultimately it's going to come down to you and Adam in the HOH competition and you mentioned in the episodes that you maybe this was the time to make a move you told sd before the competition like hey I've got things to tell you depending on how this plays out um, what like if you had won this HOH what was the plan
2: I at that point in time, I definitely would have put up uh, Damien and SC. You know, I was very upset with Kira at this time. You know, Kira was supposed to be riding for me and, and being really close. And we, me and Kira went, you know, a week without talking game. You know it was like hey good morning good night and you know when people don't talk game with you that you've been talking game with all season that means they're plotting against you so you know you go a full week without somebody saying anything to me something's going on so I felt a huge disconnect with Kira at that point Um, I had felt a huge disconnect with with Damien and a huge disconnect with Esty because of things that Esty had said to me prior to that week so I definitely would have went after that but I would have sat down with the boys and we would have came up to
1: a a, a decision as, as a
2: Group.
1: yeah you you seemed very uh upset uh post the cory uh eviction you were very mad um and this is this is when you had the uh the fight with kira where uh, you said i'm gonna sit i'm gonna whisper so i don't intimidate you yeah. um and uh it was uh, it was, uh, it, was a, it was a big thing yeah yeah I, uh, why do you think i never touched the block
2: kira uh (laughs) yeah um you know i really wanted to have that conversation with kira um because i knew that dane dane and adam were putting things into kira's mind about going against me you know they said things to kira earlier about you know uh they which they should have never told me because i store everything but they said things to to, uh to kira like you know if, if we go against Corey, then you could get closer with anthony and I knew with that being said, there was much more to the story. I knew that Dane and Adam had been pushing for, for for you know, to put little plots into Kira's head uh, uh, to go against me after that. So I wanted to have this conversation. As soon as Adam said we could all have this conversation, I was like, perfect. I want to have this conversation in front of the entire house. And once Esty came around, I wanted the entire house to hear the conversation I had with Esty as well. I wanted to put fear in the house that I'm not afraid to have... Uh, 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 call a house meeting. I'm not afraid to have these discussions. And I know a lot about what's going on in this house. And there's certain things that people will not admit to, you know, in that argument, Dane and Adam are not going to admit that we are working together. They are not going to admit that I know everything that Kira has said. And Kira is not going to admit that, you know, I know everything that the other side has said. So it worked out perfectly. You know, I sat down at the beginning, I had an analogy that I, I wanted to bring uh, forward to Kira. But at this point, Kira was saying a lot of things about me Kira worked very hard to get Corey out and and Kira at this point was very very close to fully 100% going against me in the game and I wanted to let everybody know that Kira was not to be
1: trusted and you can trust me more than you trust Kira Yes. Uh, well, so uh, what, what was your like response? Because, uh, obviously Kira was talking about feeling intimidated by you and that's, uh, sort of why you started the, the conversation in the way that you, you did. Yeah. Um, and there was also, you know, a lot of talk about like, uh, you know, th- this being a little bit overbearing and that, uh, that, that, you know, that, uh, it, uh some people thought that the, that the, the conversation was a little condescending. Um, yeah. how, how do you, how do you respond to that kind of thing?
2: The thing is, is like you know, I'm six four, three hundred pounds. You know, if I were five foot five, ninety pounds, nobody would be saying that you're a bully. Nobody would be saying anything. It's because I'm bigger. It's potentially because I look the way that I do. Kira, you know, was not weak in the game. Kira was strong. When I had an argument, I felt that Kira could have an argument with you. Let's have a discussion. Let's go over a couple facts throw me under the bus say whatever you want i never looked at it as a size thing i never but kira had made comments like you know you're 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 such a big man and you're you're very intimidating so you know i took that into consideration later on when i had the argument i said okay well if i look like such a big man and if i if i come across as very intimidating then how about i whisper and how about i sit down on the ground and let's actually have this conversation about things that's been going on you know kira had used something that i had created for them almost against me. You know, their their relationship they thought they had with Dane was only because of me, and and the you know the things that they were saying to Dane and the things that say, Dane you know that whole dynamic was only created because of me, you know, and and for you to go ahead and start saying things to Dane and for you to allow Dane to say things to you without coming back and telling me, no, we got to talk about that, and you need to remember that I was the one who sent you to go make a truce with Dane. I was the one who told Dane that you were coming. Uh, I was the one responsible of that uh, that entire thing, and now you're you're running around the house going against me after i've literally been trying to make moves with you and the pretty boys so that you can stay you know i was very hurt by that so i wanted to have that conversation every you know uh, uh, i wanted adam to be present i wanted Dane to be present you know what let's make the whole house present
1: um one other thing I wanted to ask you about, uh I think it happened the week before, but you you had a conversation with Mark. Um it was mostly about Dane and Adam and the secret assassin thing. Uh where you talked to him about one of your strategies when it comes to dealing with people, which was uh you try to not give them an opening to lie to you. Um cool. do you do you remember that conversation? Yep, yep, yeah. Can you can you elaborate more on that on that strategy? So in this game,
2: you know, from when you first walk into the doors, it's all kumbaya. It's all it's all you're so handsome or you're so beautiful or you seem like such a great person. Oh, you're from this city. Oh, I've been there. And, you know, everyone's having all these conversations. But eventually you've got to talk about game. you got to talk about, you know, where your head is at in the game. You can't just talk about your relationships and your job, you know, throughout these weeks, you eventually have to take it to a deeper level. My strategy was to, you know, if I knew somebody had already went deep with somebody else, I don't want to have certain conversations with you to give you an opportunity to lie. Because if you lie to me, then first of all, you know that you lied to me. There's an opportunity for it to get back to me that you lied to me. I never wanted people to be able to connect the dots of where my head was at. You know, so that's why, you know, I, I didn't sit with certain people for too long because I didn't want them to, you know, want to go deeper on a game level with me. I already went deep on a game level with the people that I trusted the most and the people that through questioning and early, you know, development of relationships, those are the people I was going to go with. I knew that right off the bat, you know, for example, you know, Damien had had, had Kiki Esti and Dane. Damien's not just going to come to me and be like, "Okay, well, yeah, I really trust you. And let's go deep on a game level. Whatever I say to Damien, he's going to relay the messages to the people he feels the best with. That's just how the game goes. But if I sit there and I keep it at a minimal and I say, you know, certain things like, you know, I feel good with you and, you know, whatever. But me and you will talk and blah, blah, blah. And you leave the room. Well, that leaves it open to, well, who knows? But at the same time, I still kind of feel good with anthony so you have to be very very strategic with how much time you spend with people you know the timing that you spend with people you know after evictions you know before evictions because that's when the most questions are asked that's when people are really trying to uh, find out where everyone's head is at and those are the situations you need to stay away from because you don't want people to fully know where your head is at because they will use it against you
1: yeah, I, I think that's huge. And when I heard you talk to Mark about it, I was just like, yes, <laughs> like, yeah. I, I love Terry because I, I really feel like it's it's something that's really counterintuitive, too, because yeah. like a lot of people in the game, they want to have as many deep conversations with as many people as possible because they want to like think that the more they have, the better. And uh, but but as you point out, like not necessarily, yeah. um, but and also like they uh, a lot of people are like they want to catch people in lies. They they try to provide as many openings as possible for people to lie to them so that yeah. they know because it's like, hi, caught them. It gives you a sense of like power yeah. and ownership. But yeah. that's not necessarily the best thing, because now there's a lie between you. Every lie between you is a barrier in, in that relationship. And, um, and and that's that's not good just because, you know, somebody has lied like, OK, now what? Yeah. He's still a player in the game that you have to deal with. Exactly. Um, and now there's that barrier in front of you. So uh, I, I, I really, I really enjoyed hearing that from you. And I think that's one of the key uh, elements that you had. And uh, it just like, I, I loved the way that you approached the game and, and, and the relationships that you had in the house. It was, it was very effective on a lot of different levels. And um, that was, that was a big part of it. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. All right. So, uh, Adam is HOH. Damien and, S- and Esty go on the block. Uh, you have the whole fake meeting to pretend that Mark yep. is going to be the back door, uh, yep. target. Um, you did, you did, uh, float the idea to Adam, uh, at the hot tub as he will later contend. Yep. Uh, you know, what, what about Kira? And, yep. uh, he did consider it for a second, but, but yep. decided not to. Yep. Um, you uh you then are going to again continue to get closer to Kira uh yep. over the course of the week. Uh you tell Mark that he needs to do the same. Um yep. Mark is going to uh work on Kira and uh eventually get Kira on board with keeping him uh yep. with Adam's help as well. Yep. Uh and then uh then Mark has the idea after Damien wins the veto. Yeah. All right. Everybody expects me to go up. What if we get Dane to go up? Yeah. Uh, then he doesn't have to vote sdo uh you have a whole meeting about it and dan yeah. agrees he's like okay i won't have to vote sdo that's yeah. that's all right he's he told me that he was initially on board um this yeah. is also when you brought kira in and offered them the the final five right, um yeah. and uh and then you had a conversation with mark uh where you know mark was you know like i mean with dan on the block you know he could vote him out if we have yeah, that. That option is there, and you are like, yeah, it is there. I mean, we, we wouldn't do it, but yeah, I mean, maybe.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's another opportunity to really feel out, you know, exactly how 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 Mark's brain works. You know, Mark is very very strategic, one of the smartest players in the game, and uh, you know you you can't really you can't resist too much in conversation because that will reveal more cards that you have. You kind of have to be agreeable and and disagreeable at the same time, but open to anything that, that they're, they're going to throw at you so that they trust you.
1: So if Dane had gone on the block, you definitely would not have voted him out. hundred percent. No. Okay. Um, so now, uh, another thing is going to happen. Yeah, and that's going to be that Dane. Now that you've brought in Kira to the final five, he says, "Okay, I need to make a final three with Kira and Adam to make Kira feel more comfortable going to the final five with all these us guys." Mm-hmm. Um, he tells Mark about it. He tells you about it. Yeah. Um, what What were you, What were your thoughts when you heard about that?
2: I had sensed it coming the entire time, you know, Dane had been building people around him after every, you know, every time we sat around, we're like, okay, well, who do the pretty boys want to go up? You know, Dane was like, you know, well, I don't really care because I'm good regardless after, at every single meeting we had Dane, Dane said that. So it's like, okay, well, so Dane is, you know, you could definitely tell what he's trying to do. He's he's trying to build all these people around him. He's got Damien around him. He's got Adam. He's got SD. He's got me. He's got Mark and now he also has Kira who built up, uh, who who I helped build that relationship with Kira because they were, you know, Dane put up Kira so many times uh, on the block and Kira obviously at any point in time would have loved to take out Dane because of all the stress and all the things that he had put Kira through uh, throughout the duration of the game. So, you know, Dane was kind of sitting Really pretty. And, you know, I wanted to I wanted to take a shot at, at, at somebody on Dane's side, because why do you just get to have all these people surrounding you right into the end? That's not fair. You pushed out Corey because Corey was surrounding me. And but you're yet you're sitting here with Damien and Esti. That doesn't make sense to me. And one of them has to go. So um,
1: that's basically where we were from there yes you all then had a, a conversation with kira um and uh you know kira's later decision in the final 5 i traced back to this conversation uh yeah. where you talked to them about uh you know if, if Dane approached you with a final three, I mean, uh, he probably did, uh, yeah. not that I've been told about it or anything, yeah. uh, but if he did, you know, you wouldn't have to be loyal to that final three. Uh, you know, Dane has a final three with Esty, has a final three with Damien. I mean, uh, this, this guy, you know, he, he makes final threes all the time. Uh, if there was a final three going on, I mean, uh, just, just, you should be aware of that. Yeah. Um, and right after that conversation, Kiro talked to the cameras, uh, I gotta get Dane out he's throwing competitions i gotta get dan out of the house
2: yeah 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 i had to you know you really got to play around with with all the scenarios and, and all the events that had taken place you know uh, all, all the things that i said to Kier made sense and and you know when when somebody comes up with their own idea like it's all about drawing pictures i i reference that The entire time throughout the game, because it's true, if you draw a picture for somebody and they have the ability to draw to color it in and say that this is this is my picture. I brought color to this picture. It's a lot more natural and, and it has a lot, you know, it's a lot more effective because it can't get back to you necessarily. You know, then people are just like, well, that was my idea. Well, 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 this is this is what I did. And as soon as Dane and Adam uh, you know, told me that they had a final three with Kira, well, it's like, okay, well, now I got to work on talking with Esty about that final three. I got to work out talking to, to Damien about their final three. I got to talk to Kira about their final three and make sure they know that, you know, you think what you want, but you're a smart player and I'm pretty sure you see what's going on and that all right. That right there puts thoughts in people's minds and it's just the the, the smallest little seat to have people thinking that could go a long way.
1: Yeah. And, and Kira is going to insist that, uh, that, uh, their decisions were entirely their own. And, uh, I, I, when I talk to Kira, uh, when I was in person in Toronto uh, I, I one of the questions I asked them was uh, do you recognize how much influence Anthony had over some of those end game decisions and uh, they were pretty adamantly like uh, excuse me what decisions? Yeah. Um, no, uh, those were mine. Um, yeah. And I was like, you know, okay. Uh, and, and like, I, 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 you know, I don't want to, I don't want to like uh, press, press yeah. care for this information, but, uh, but, uh, but for me, like what that answer was, was no, I don't recognize it still yeah. Um, yeah. because like, And it's like, and I don't want to take anything away from them either. And, And they were very, very sweet when they talked to me and I, and I enjoyed our conversation. Um, but, uh, but you know, the, the, the decisions that they made, I saw that they had a conversation with you and then directly after they were talking to the cameras saying things that you wanted them to say. And it's like, so yeah, I, I do think that there is a, an element of that, that yeah, it was their decision, but it was, you know, as you said, you helped paint that picture, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very, very, it, you know, even after a couple days inside of the house, you really realize the dynamic and, and how far, you know, just a simple conversation can really go. And as soon as I started realizing and picking up, because I said, like, you know, all these things, you know, even though I, I knew that Dane and Adam were, were coming up with these final threes, it's it, it, you got to watch. You know, you got to watch with your own eyes and come up with your own decisions of what's going on. And as soon as I started seeing things and my gut was telling me things, I knew I had to start planting all the seeds that, you know, people in the house weren't as loyal uh, uh, as you think they are. And, you know, definitely trust me more than anybody else.
1: Yeah. And and I think like the key element to to this is like, would they have made all of the same decisions if you hadn't been in the house? Right. Like if you hadn't been been talking to them I don't, I obviously there's no way we can answer that with a hundred percent certainty. And maybe they would say yes. Maybe they would say, absolutely. I would have, but, uh, but from my vantage point, watching things, I feel like the answer is no. I feel like you definitely, uh, painted a lot of pictures. Um, yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> There's also a conversation toward the end of this week. Esty's now on the block. Esty's about to be evicted, um, because she is up against Mark. Um, Mark has a conversation with you and he says, uh, okay, double eviction plans, right? Uh, we're gonna go after Dane, right? Like that's, that's the move. Yeah. And you said, ah, no, I, I like Dane. I don't want it to be Dane. Uh, I'd rather it be Adam. Yeah. Let's let's go after Adam in the double eviction. Um, So was that genuine? Would you would you have taken if you had won that HOH, would you have taken the shot?
2: Um, It's tough because at that point, me and Adam were were getting closer, you know, and and I was always close to Dane. um, But at the same point, I wanted to, to, to really feel out. Mark's head and you know I wanted Mark to more open up to me about what he wanted to do and and reasons why you know the reason why he wanted to go after Dane you know like he always had this thing against Dane and I wanted to know why like did it have to do with me did Dane say anything to me tell me everything that's ever happened you know what I mean I wanted to really open up conversations where where I could find out about the little conversations that Dane was having you know about possibly about me and you know conversations that you know Mark had had with Adam possibly about me so I wanted to kind Kind of feel marks 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 head out with both parties, not just Dane, but but also Adam. I wanted him to really really open up to me as to why you're stuck on on Dane, and ultimately I didn't think Adam. Adam had already said to me, you know, numerous times, you know how he felt about this game, who he wants to bring to the end, and who he thinks whatever. And Adam had told me numerous times throughout the season, man, you are the best player in this game. Adam is a super fan. He's not taking the best player in this game to the finals. You know, Dan, uh, Mark is, is a super fan and he's all about chaos. Mark wants to Mark wants to make huge moves and be a legend for that. His, his favorite player is Kevin Martin. You know, the, it, it, these, these are things that when he says them to you, you have to really take them into consideration because he's not lying. So, you know, I really had to think about who – who was best for me because, you know, who is best for me going down the stretch? Because I, I really, really struggled with comps, I, uh, you know, and, and people were telling me, you know, later in the game, it's going to be all mental comps. Well, what am I really going to do there? Right. So um, I really had to make a decision on who was best for, for my game. And I knew that, you know, Adam was not taking me. And if people opened up conversations about taking uh, getting me out, Adam would have definitely been on board as well as uh, other people as well. I do not think
1: Dane would have been on board. All right. So uh, you win HOH. Who who do you put on the block in that double eviction? Jeez.
2: (laughs) In that double eviction, I would have probably put up uh, Damien and uh, I probably would have put up
1: Damien and Kira. Yeah. So you so maybe not take the shot at Adam? Maybe not.
2: Maybe not take the shot at Adam. You know, my relationship, it's like every time I spoke with Adam, and here's the thing, and this is why I brought that talk with Adam about Dane creating the divide, because I had conversations with Adam where he would give me a different impression on his mindset in the game rather than the the, the impression I was getting from Dane and the impression I was getting from Mark. And that's why I thought that Dane and Mark were were working together to kind of keep me and Adam apart, because why haven't me and Adam? You know, me and Adam have had great talks, but why doesn't Adam ever come to me and say Why is Adam always going to Dane? Why is Adam always going to Mark? It, it, it made sense that they were they were they had they knew there was a divide and they were they were playing off of it. I really respected Adam, and you know, I I really wanted the Pretty Boys to go to the end and and whatever. But you know, after a few things that Adam was saying to me about not you know. It'd be stupid to take you to the final and, you know, and all this, whatever. And me and Dane had a final two because, you know, we talked about it and, you know, I'm not going to beat you in a final two. Dane's not going to beat you in a final two. We're more along, you know, uh, uh, you know, equal in vote. So we were are going to take each other. Well, I believe you. You know what I mean? I totally, I totally believe you. And that's why, you know, I did, I, I, I unfortunately had to do what was, you know, probably one of the toughest things I've ever had to do in my life, which was, which was evict, uh, which was evict Adam.
1: Yes. Uh, well, I'm pretty certain that, uh, at the very least, Mark, if he had won, would have put up Dane and Adam. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, and then at that point, uh, you guys would probably vote Adam out of the game. Uh, I know, Damien would, and then it would probably come down to your vote. Um, yep. But if you won that veto, which you did, uh, you maybe you used it. On, you would have used it on Dane um, and then maybe Damien goes up on the block. And now it's, uh, you know, Kira, Dane and you as votes. Um, I don't know if Kira is ready to cut Adam at that point, but maybe. So uh I don't know. What do you think? Does Adam go home there? No,
2: Adam. Okay. Adam, was, Adam would have stayed there.
1: All right. Um, so <laughs> that's interesting to know. Um, I, I, I told, I told Adam that, uh, that, uh, you know, he was, he was maybe in a little more danger in that double eviction than he thought. He was like, Oh my God, really? Mark was going to take the shot. And I told him you were going to take the shot. I thought you were. I thought you were. I I really did. That's, that's the read I had on you at the time.
2: Yeah. Like I said, honestly, it was like a day by day by day thing with me and Adam at that point. Like we would have talks and, you know, I I would think one way and then we'd have another talk and think I really haven't figured out. And, You know, I was I was very, very upset at the whole Corey thing. Um, I was also very, very upset at, you know, the whole fact that he never told me, you know, that Sam was throwing up my name when she was HOH because everybody else told me but Adam. And, you know, if you you look back, there was even a conversation where I went up to Adam and I was like, Adam, who's who's Sam? uh, Who's Sam going to put up? And he looked at me, his cheeks turned all red. and He's like, well, I don't know. I'm like, you don't know. You spend every waking second with Sam. You guys are attached at the hip and you don't know who she's thinking about putting up. That's disloyalty. So, you know, I thought even with that type of situation that, that you know, I, he was unpredictable. So these are things that, you know, but later on in the game, he was, I, I really felt that Adam was, was for the boys. I really felt that he was for the legacy. I really felt that he really wanted pretty boys in the, in the, in the end. So I was battling, you know, these, these thoughts of revenge and, and, you know, and my ego with, with the fact that I want my brother in the game, regardless if he can beat me or not.
1: All right. Well, uh, let's say, let's say it was up in the air that, uh, you know, uh, all right. So, uh, Damien ends up leaving there, um, in that double eviction and Kira wins the next HOH. Yeah ruining the pretty boys chance yep. of final four. Um, yep. but again, I mean Mark, uh, Mark certainly would have tried to take a shot and, you know, may, maybe you would have as well, um, at final five, uh, even if Kira hadn't won there. Um, but they do. Uh, so what's, what's the game plan at this point? Because you know that, that Kira has a final three with Dane and Adam, but you also have a very good relationship with Kira. So what, what was going through your head?
2: I gotta get to the coloring book, man. I, 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 I... <sighs> I already had a bunch of seeds I had already planted uh, about Adam and Dane. And I was, I was really hoping like Adam right after the HOH lifted Kira up in the air, twirled them around, followed them up into the blue room, was very, very confident that, that he was in a good place. And, you know, I kept my distance because I knew, I knew where Kira's head was at. It, It was, it was at where, where, uh, where, with all the talks that we had been having throughout the past few days and the past week and stuff. So, I knew that Kira had saw through. Uh, all of this, you know. Oh, I'm, you know, I'm ride or die. to you care? No, you're not, Adam. You were in a ride or die to Kira throughout this game, and now that Sam left, now all of a sudden it's like, oh, I, you know, Kira, come on to this side. No, Kira, you have to remember who's been riding for you this whole game, who's been with you by your side this whole game, and ha- sure as hell hasn't been Adam, and it's definitely not been Dane. And I saw the way that Adam and Dane were following Kira all around the house. Kira, you want to go have a, a cigarette? Kira, are you hungry? Kira. Kira Kira, Kira, Kira. And I just, I, I, I knew what I had to do. And it was very, very easy. They, To be honest, they, they thought they were making smart moves by, by trying to bully Kira, by trying to follow Kira around and, and ask for a reassurance. And all it was doing was pushing Kira more into my hands.
1: Yeah, and you told them, like, hey, they like to bring up Sam in front of you to manipulate you. They, you know, they've got a final two. You can't trust them. Uh, Kira ends up putting Adam and Dane on the block. Adam is not happy about it. Uh, he's blindsided. They didn't even give him a warning. Um, and this is when there's a big blow up. He says, Hey, Anthony wanted you on the block. And I said no. And you're like, What? What are you talking about? I never, I never said, I, did I ever say, say Kira's name? Mark? Did I ever? Mark is like, no, no, no. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, you know, um, I did say
2: Kira's name, but that wasn't with the intent to send Kira home. You Mm -hmm. know, I wanted, I wanted, you know, Damien was was very, very dangerous because he was close with Adam. He was close with Dane. They, they were always talking, like the conversations that I was hearing about was Damien kept saying, I want to work with Dane and Adam, you know, Obviously, there's a lot of conversations and a lot of uh, trust building in, in areas of the house that I'm not at So you know I knew that Damien in the game Was very very dangerous for me and Damien You know these guys are saying oh Damien you know the whole Their argument was Damien can't play puzzles Damien's not you know he's not a Physical player he's not going to win in endurance It's like are you crazy Damien Damien extremely smart Damien is is a, a huge Physical threat and Damien can win Just because it's good for you guys just That doesn't mean it's it, it's good for, for PB so what are you guys really talking About right now you know and And so that was like one of the arguments that I used, But, um, yeah, I did say Kira's name, but that was that was more of like a pawn. I I wanted Mm I wanted I wanted Kira to stay in the game 100 percent because I knew I could trust Kira and I knew that I could ride with Kira to the end. Um, Damien, I wasn't sure about.
1: Yes. Uh, So that whole situation blows. Adam tells Kira, you have no you can't win this game. I yeah. will make sure, uh, a, a pretty boy, he doesn't say pretty boy yet, but mm-hmm. I will make sure the, uh, one of the boy, one of us boys, we know what we've done here. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you guys get into it more. And then you have this great scene. Uh, it's on the episodes, but there's also, a, there's a, there's a really great clip on Twitter where they put music to it where, um, you and, and Adam are arguing and he goes yep. up the stairs and it looks like he's about to deck you. Yep. Um, but instead he, he gives, gives you. We stop this. We gotta stop this. He gives yeah. you the hug, and uh, you're both in tears. It's a great moment, um, and um, and it seemed like this had a, a profound effect on you because up until this moment, it felt like uh, okay, Kira's safe no matter what, so it doesn't even matter. I don't have to make that decision between a pretty boy and Kira. Uh, the decision now is. Adam's going home, right? Um, I I, I think Adam was your target, um, but then this moment seemed to change your mind. Can you uh, elaborate on that?
2: So Adam throughout the season, I had a lot of moments where I was shocked by Adam. And the thing about Adam is he's one of the most kind, genuine people you've ever met in, in, in this world. And, and to have somebody like that in the house, like we are getting so close with like, that is still one of my best friends. That's my brother, you know? And, um, you know, when you're building it's tough because great big brother players can separate emotion from gameplay. Like that's what you have to do. You have to finesse, you have to manipulate, you have to lie to the people that you love. And I, you know, came to a point where I was like, you know what, Adam could destroy me in a, in a mental comp, definitely could destroy me in a physical comp, but man, he deserves to be here and I, I love him so much. So I'm like, I'm, I'm caught up in a, in a tough spot because he's, you know, he, he is a, a super fan of the game. This is his dream to be here, but it, you know, all these things that he said to me has left me to believe that he's not going to take me, but I want to find out some things. First, just in case, because I know they call him Mr. Vito for a reason, and I know how strong Adam is in this game. This guy wakes up without even washing his face. He's already doing abs. This guy is, I gave him the name the Marine for a reason. He is unstoppable. So I wanted to make sure I had a conversation with Adam, and I really wanted to see what was going on behind closed doors. So when that all happened, and, you know, we hugged it out, and, you know, I was really hurt then because, like, I I really realized, man, you know, it's down to the wire. That was the first time. It hit me that you know one of the pretty boys are going home, man. You know after Kira one we're all like sitting in silence and stuff, and we're like, man, we had a good ride. We did, you know, we did our signal, you know, to the cameras and stuff. One last ride, you know, but it didn't hit me until that argument with Adam that it's time, man. We we got split up, so I was very very emotional in that state, and they were all genuine genuine emotions and tears, and I was, I was hurt, man. That 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 changed me
1: in, in, in that moment yeah i mean you you what you told adam was uh even if you don't win that veto, you're good yeah. um if adam and dane had both remained on the block uh let's you know let's say let's forget that dane eventually pitches to you in that moment, who would you have chosen uh at, at that point
2: so I was upset because now I know a hundred percent that dane i'd always speculated that dane had uh, a final two with Adam. Yep. I always speculated that Dane had the final two with Mark. Mark confirmed that he did, but um, I, I, I never knew how deep Adam and Dane were. So when Adam, when I went up to Adam, I was like, yo, I want to ask you some questions. I could see in Adam's eyes, he was going to be a hundred percent honest, no lies, no bullshit, no nothing. So I said, you know, just wait, just wait. We're going to have our talk. And I had the whole puzzle put together except the one middle piece. And the one middle piece was a final two with Adam and Dane. Once Adam pulled out his chains and he was, I was like, ask me anything. I'll be honest. I'm like, okay, I have them right where I want him. Do you have a final two with Dane? Yes, I do. I knew it. Everything had made sense to me. All the pieces were put together and I knew exactly what I had to do moving on, moving on from there. Um, Adam and Dane in that situation, you had to remember those are my, my brothers they both bring different things to the table but i would have to have gone with who i felt was most loyal to me and who i thought was going to be loyal to me in the end and that would have been dane i was very very upset you know when adam told me I had the final two Dane, i had to paint the picture for adam i had to let adam know listen this is why well, me and you have never talked about a final two. This is why me and you have argued and 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 had these discussions throughout the entire season. But think about it, Adam. You know, me and you have always come man to man. We've we've been loyal. You know, me and you, me and you. You know, sure we argue, but we're, we're brothers, and we talked about this. And maybe it should be me and you in the final. You know, and, and I wanted to really paint a picture for Adam so he could sleep on it. So I could really think about, you know, who's really fought for PB in this game because Adam was all about PB. You know, he was all about PB after Sam left and, you know, really, really concerned with with making sure that we go to the end. And I knew he had that in his heart. But at the end of the day, Adam did not want to take me over the other guys.
1: Yes. Um so one one question I have for you is that uh Dane's ideal final 3 for a long time the the final 3 that he was looking uh to get to was uh himself, you and Adam. Um yep. he was he he wanted to get to final 4 with the pretty boys and then yep. take out Mark at 4 and then yep. he felt like Adam would take him which he would and yep. that you would take him which you would and that he yep. would win and take you. Um yep. which Is not an ideal situation for you at that point, especially the way we were looking at it. Um, you're basically relying on Dane to win. And if Adam wins, which he very, you know, well could, um, then he won't be taking you. And so we were wondering, like, what, what is your plan? If that, if that situation had happened and you found yourself in the final three with Adam and Dane, what was your plan? Did you have a plan going in? And if not, like, what would have been your, uh, your game plan? Yep.
2: So my plan was to, you know, start setting things up, start, start really, really showing, you know, Adam, who, who was not, you know, who did not have a good social uh, social game uh, throughout the majority of the season. But I really had to show Adam and, and paint the picture of what's really been going on. You know, the things that you necessarily haven't been seeing. These are the things that have led up to this very point. And Adam, the thing is, is Adam, you know, once Adam is set on something that his mind is made up. Like, he's almost like the last person who spoke to him, whatever makes the most sense, he's he's going to go with. You know, he doesn't he doesn't like ponder about it. He's not. It's just like, OK, well, that makes sense. Well, OK, well, that's what we're going to go with. And so I wanted to make sure that Adam was on this on the same page that I was, where, you know, if you're thinking about taking Dane. Well, maybe you should know this first. And, and you know, if you're thinking about, you know, going to the end, you know, because everyone kept saying, oh, well, you're perfect with everybody in the jury house. And even though deep inside I was like questioning, like, no, I'm not. <laughs> you know, I didn't I didn't I had to say that. Uh, I had to let them know, you know, I don't feel the best with the jury house, but still not trying to make it seem like I'm selling it. Right. Like, not like, Oh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not good with everybody in the jury house. Cause then you seem like a liar and then people don't trust you and whatever. So you have to have that medium, but you know, if I was put in that situation, I would have definitely had to put in a lot of work. Remember things change day by day. Conversations are happening. Things are getting flipped. I would have had to adjust and and navigate. There probably would have been a group discussion with the three of us and, I would have won that discussion.
1: Yeah, that was one of the things I was very happy to see was that it felt like when you had that conversation with Adam about Dane, it felt like that was prepared. It felt like you were ready to have that conversation. And that was maybe a plan in advance that because you... You had all the receipts from Dane. Like you had all, every little comment that he ever made about Adam. Uh, you had it all ready to go. Cool. Um, it reminded me, uh, I mean, you, you haven't seen this season, but, uh, Vanessa was a player on season 17 of US and, yeah. uh, she, she had like an encyclopedic memory of like, she would always remember any little comment that people yeah. made and she would bring it out at any moment. And, and she was, she was great, uh, at, at the game and, and you reminded me of, her in that moment where you like you held on to all of those little things yeah. and 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 painted the picture using them and it was yeah. all truth um yeah. or, or at least most of it was um yeah. so uh you know i was like wow like especially if he manages to uh to to get adam on board um and yeah. A- adam was like this guy wow i yeah. don't even has Dane been playing me this whole game? Yeah. I don't know what to believe. Um, uh, I think, I think that, uh, you know, for the time being at, at that, that moment, he was still on board with Dane. Um, but, uh, but you know, who knows it, it, when it came down to it, if, if he had made final three, um, yeah. I feel like uh, I, I learned not to doubt you uh, yeah. over the course of the season. Yeah. So
2: I put in, a, I would have put in a lot of work, um, but if I had to put my money on it, I would have guaranteed I, I'm almost 100 percent sure Adam is taking Dane over me just because of the relationship. Not necessarily, mm-hmm. you know, about the, the, the money, not necessarily about whatever. He just wants to be able to say, you know, that's my boy, Dane. And I, I took Dane to to the final. And, and I believed him when he told me that.
1: So that's, that's why the, I, the Adam and Dane show. Yeah. The Adam and Dane show, man. Yeah. And also the Anthony and Dane show. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Dane and Tuffy, man. Dane. And <laughs>
1: um so uh so at this point sorry uh at this point adam wins the veto yeah and dane is like oh we just need to make sure that mark goes on the block adam because you know anthony's gonna vote to keep me i you know i got dougie um he goes up to you yeah i got your vote right yeah here's the thing yeah, here's the thing. Here's you know. the thing.
2: <laughs> here's the thing. That was a good opportunity for me to really sit down with Dane again, and you know, because I, I knew if I kept Dane, like I wanted to keep Dane, but the thing is, is I can't just keep Dane without having a conversation. Me and Dane have to go over why I was hurt. You know, why we ha- we've been having this 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 lack of communication. Where, where did the disconnect start? So I wanted to make sure that Dane knew that I was hurt over these things. And these things were disloyal. And if me and you are as strong as we think we are, then these things can't happen. And you have to understand that I'm really hurt about these things. And, you know, I knew I was going to keep Dane. I already, I already knew that. But I had to make sure that Dane... You know, at least felt it on my side, you know, when you went after Corey, when you did about the back doors, when you did it, whatever, and all the other things that I brought to him, it's like, you know, I wanted him to really make sure, you know, that he knew where I was coming from, and that we were on the same page.
1: So you, so you, you felt like you were going to keep Dane in that moment because it definitely felt like you were telling him, "Sorry, sorry, bro," but no, no, you, know, no, no. you betrayed me.
2: I, I wanted to let him know that I was thinking about it. I wanted to okay. let him know that he was thinking about it, and I wanted to him to let you know to let uh, Dane know that yeah, like you were disloyal to me in this game. Don't just think like oh, 100 percent, you got my vote. Yeah, because I said that you've been disloyal to me you've been disloyal to me and it, it's not fair and you need to understand where I'm coming from. And that's why even after that, I got very, very upset because you know, it was another wake up call to like, man, another one of the, the, the pretty boys is going, you know? And I, I, I didn't want, uh, 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 well not another one, but a pretty boys going, but you know, I, 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 it was, it was very like being in the house is very different, man. Cause you're really living this, like mm-hmm. seeing your brother's goal, it was it was, it was, it was painful for, for me, but, you know, I had to make a decision and, you know, Dane came to me with this campaign and, you know, and I knew he was going to campaign. He, you know, he told me at the beginning, yeah, I'm not going to campaign. This is the great day in the <laughs>
0: place-
2: about here. The great Dane has a plan already. So I knew he was gonna to come to me. Um and I, I was waiting for it. I, I you know that's why it was perfect when he came and you know he thought his best bet was to talk about the puzzle and how I need him. And I just wanted him to know that, you know, it's not about the puzzle. It's not about, you know, it's not about what you can do for me. It's about it's about loyalty. And this is where the lack of communication has, has had a problem with us throughout the season. Because if you are super loyal to me, if me and you really are. Shaq and Kobe. If we really are the rock and stone cold, then you have to remember we have to communicate and we have to communicate. If we're going to be this great team, then we have to communicate and we have to talk and we really do have to be loyal and ride or dies. And after we had that conversation, I knew that Dane was, was back on board and, and fearless.
1: Yeah. I mean, it it really seemed like you were setting it up uh, for, for Dane to be the one to leave until that conversation in the morning where it was like okay you know what this guy like i i believe he's loyal in this moment and and at that point you talked to adam and you were like uh hey you you kind of let adam think that he was convincing you to keep dane um and then and then you went to kira oh man yeah yeah i know Um, right um So, but, but, but what you're saying is that like, uh, at the very least you were a lot more open to keeping Dane, uh, even before that pitch or, uh, like how, how, how much would you, cause, cause uh, you know, a lot of people look at that pitch and they say, you know, Dane, he was a dead man walking. He made that pitch. He managed to save himself, uh, with that pitch and not, not through like nefarious means because he was telling the truth. Uh, he really was loyal to you, but, uh, but without that pitch, he, he could have gone home. Uh, would you say that that's accurate or is that, is that a misread?
2: you know when i had the conversation with dane uh, uh, about you know the things that have happened and i really painted the picture for him like yo this was disloyal And this is, this is where you went wrong. And, and, you know, this was disloyal and this is where you went wrong. It was like, I was talking to my, my best friend and I was saying like, or, you know, somebody, you know, somebody I was in a relationship with and this is what, you know, this is what's going wrong with us. and, And this is what is a problem. You know, I'm voicing myself and I could see the humility I could see Dane realizing in his face, man, you're right. You know, yeah, I did do these things and, you know, but, and at the same time, You know, you have to be able to put your ego aside. Like I could have easily been like, well, no, you didn't give me that vote uh, to to keep Corey. And even though it was Adam, it was still you that I could have counted on because we could have counted on Mark to break the tie. But you let Corey go and that really hurts me, you know. But then you could also think of it as like, you know, Dane was ultimately always looking out for me. And he was just, you know, still second place looking out for his game. And he took out somebody beside me. That doesn't mean he's not loyal to me. It just means he's not so focused on. Mine and his game, you know, together. So um, I, I realized, and I looked in Dane's face, and and I did believe a hundred percent that he was loyal to me. Um, you know, I had conversations, even even Mark. You know, the conversation I had with Mark when Mark's like, you know, if you went to Final Two with Adam, like obviously I'm voting voting for Adam. I was like, oh, pardon me, mm-hmm. after the things that I've done for you?
1: <laughs>
2: you, guys, you're not you're not you're not loyal, and and you got you got to really like. You got to go with your gut. Every single day, every single conversation, it's it's gut calls. It's 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 you're really going with everything that you've learned in this game up to this point and making, you know, calculated decisions on on how to move forward. And I knew that moving forward, Dame was my best bet. Mark was not going to be loyal to me. Adam was not going to be loyal to me. So they had to go.
1: So, so maybe, maybe the way to put this is that like, uh, you had that talk with Dane. It was like having a conversation with, uh, a partner in a relationship. Yeah. And you're like, look, look, uh, things have been bad. Yeah. You know, and they got to change, and sure. uh, and if he hadn't changed, then maybe things would have been bad. But but he did change.
2: Yeah, if he had came to me and been like, well, I don't care, you know, I, I and all this, if he had had a different attitude about it, well, you know, maybe things would have been different. But you know, he had a, he had the right attitude, and he reassured me that you know he was about the Doug and Dane show, and and he was loyal to me, and and, and we could move forward, and and I trusted him a hundred percent. I always trusted him, but I, and I knew that he was involved in conversations. Uh, you know, without other people, but he's got to do that. You've got to go and, you know, talk about me a little bit to figure out where people's head, heads at. You have to throw my name here and there and say that I'm a problem. That's the only way people are going to trust you. If you're never saying Anthony, well, maybe you got to be working with Anthony. If you're never saying, if I'm never saying Adam and Dame, well, I got to be working with them. You know what I mean? So you got to kind of keep people's minds uh, 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 a little cloudy. Uh, and Dave did a great job of that, and I'm happy that you know his vision stayed clear with me
1: yes so then then you get Kira on board, which was ridiculous um cool. because that was. <laughs> it- just not even remotely the right move there for Kira, um, but uh, but you you convince Kira that Mark is going to take them out, uh, yeah. which obviously he was not. Um, you convince Kira that they have a shot to beat Dane uh, in the end, which no, um, right. and then uh, and, and it did take you know Kira kept doubting the decision. You had to yeah. keep talking, uh, yeah. keeping them on board. Um, you know they, they, this. You're a hall of famer. You're a legend in this game. This this is a yeah. legendary move. Uh, you had a whole fake conversation that was set up where uh, Kira was pretending to get you on board with the idea of keeping Dane, who was pretending to be uh, like totally in the dark about the fact that you were in uh, as a whole. It was a whole thing.
2: Yeah, yeah, that was deep. <laughs> that, was deep. that was That was that was that was a big move, man. And I'm happy. I'm happy everything worked out according to plan.
1: So. Uh, May a big important thing here that we, that I was talking about this week, um, especially when discussing this idea of, is this the right move for Anthony to take out Dane or to take, to keep Dane instead of, uh, Mark? Because no, uh, we, we knew pretty quickly, especially after Mark left, that Mark would have taken Kira to the final two, but, uh, we had a pretty good idea that you could beat Mark in the end, whereas you'd have a harder time beating Dane. Um, one of the key elements that I, was thinking of was if Anthony can take Mark out of the game here and retain his jury vote. And if Mark goes to the jury as an advocate for Anthony, I felt like that would be huge. I felt like you would have the game sewn up because if Mark goes to the jury, he's the first pretty boy in jury. He's yeah. he's the, he has a ton of information that they don't have. If that yeah. information is pro Anthony, then yeah. that could really sway the tide if there is yeah. a tide in the jury. Um, and so I, I and, and and he came out of the house and he still felt pretty good about you. And I was like, all right, I think this is, I think this is great for Anthony. Yeah. Then I talked to Mark in yeah. the exit interview and I asked him to rank the players uh in order of who he thinks they're most he's most likely to vote for to least likely to vote for and yep. he said most likely to vote for Adam I was like yep. okay so i guess he was telling the truth there yep. second most likely Dane and i was like oh no what
2: happened yep. Yeah. So, you know, that just goes to say, like, that's exactly why why I, I knew that Mark had to go, because Mark, he, he's he's a super fan. You know, me personally, I look at somebody's overall play. Like if I go into the jury house, nobody in the jury house is going to tell me where I'm going to vote nobody 's going to tell me who what, why i should uh, I should choose this person or that person that 's all me you know a lot of the people in the jury house are are easily manipulated you know they 're easily persuaded and whatever and you know Mark was kind of salty because you know I was the one who ultimately sent him home and and you know he was he was upset about that and I totally understand that's that 's the second part of the game that I lacked in you know I played a great game inside the house I had an extremely uh, 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 um, great uh, uh, social game that I played, but I lacked with the jury members. And, you know, that's why Dane uh, uh, won unanimously. And that's why he played a perfect game because Dane played... You know, all around he was comps he had a, a a decent social game and he was re- really, really good with 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 the jury compared to me, um, at least. So, you know, I thought Mark was on my side, but that just goes to show you, you know, if I had kept Mark, A, he's not taking me to the end and, and B, he's not even voting for me. So what am I really riding for this guy and showing this guy loyalty uh, when he literally has none to me?
1: Yes. And, uh, obviously the jury is an important part of, uh, of the discussion, especially with your game. Uh, so when Sam left the house, she had Adam number one, Dane number two. Um, she had you above Mark, I believe at the time. Um, so you had that going for you. Um, Corey left saying Anthony number one. Um, but when I talked to Sam, she said that basically with each passing week, Corey got more and more upset with you. Um, I feel, I think for Corey, the breaking point was the decision to send Mark home instead of Dane, where she yeah. felt like she was played by Dane. She thought that you were going to set the house on fire to avenge her. And yeah. then when you had the opportunity, you took out an ally and Mark instead yeah. of the guy that betrayed her and Dane. And I think yeah. that was potentially the breaking point that sam had been working on her for a yeah. while as well oh, sure. um yes uh, one of the things that we talked about uh the day after the finale was you said uh, you know people are going to go into the jury house and they're going to have uh you know their own story they're not going to see everything that happened they're going to be influencing yeah. other people um a lot of people were like he's talking about sam right like uh were you talking about sam
2: i was talking about everybody. You know, I knew Sam, like Sam didn't know that they were going to be back door. Sure, they had a fear of it, but Sam didn't know. So you got to remember who sets the tone in the jury house. Sam went home bitter. Corey goes in. Okay, well, now it's time to compare stories. You know, this is what happened. Oh, I knew about the Pretty Boy Alliance. Yada, yada, yada. One thing leads to another. And people are constantly trying to Sam doesn't want me to win the game. Like at the end of the day, like Sam doesn't definitely doesn't want me to win. So, you know, Sam's spending day after day, week after week, trying to convince Corey that you know, Anthony wasn't loyal to you. It's it's the same thing that was happening inside the house. That's why, like this game is it's amazing. It's it's amazing. I, I hold nothing against you know anyone who didn't vote for me in the jury house. I hold nothing against Sam. It's it's part of it's it's part of the game. You're entitled to your own vote. You're entitled to your own perspective. And you know the people that set the tone for for the jury house were not on my side, and and that's why Dane was was the well deserving uh, winner of, of Big Brother uh, Canada. And you know I. all, all, all applause to him. But, you know, the people in the jury house did not really know what was going on. So that's why it it is what it is. I I think I played the best game that the jury never saw, but at the same time, you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm so happy and so thankful to even have made it to number two and I definitely would not have been there if it wasn't for Dane definitely wouldn't have been there if it wasn't for Adam and definitely would have not have been there if it wasn't for Mark.
1: Yes. Uh, something that that I've been saying is that I feel like uh, you know ultimately the, the the Achilles heel here for you uh, I felt was unfortunately like the, the the your lack of knowledge about the yeah. game going in you didn't yep. know that you needed to study and yep. the jury is a very unique situation right uh where like it really requires i think a knowledge of like how the jury works and how people usually tend to react in the jury house and then also uh a knowledge that when it comes to those jury questions at the end they're worthless they don't matter it's like you get two minutes. It's like you, it's, it used to be that they would sit you down for hours and it would be a long thing. And that yep. was way better. Yeah. Um, but they don't do that anymore. And so yep. you need to have their vote on their way out the door. And th- that's, those are just things you can't know unless you've seen yep. the show a lot before. Yep. And, uh, and I felt like that was the, the one thing that was holding you back.
2: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It, like I said, they, they didn't know what was going on. They didn't know, you know, Uh, Who was really in charge? Who was making all these calls? That's why in my speech, um, you know, I I knew I wanted to come hard. I knew I wanted to be aggressive. But at the same time, I wanted to let people know um, that I played an MVP uh, season. Um I, I definitely was part of the greatest alliance and and for the most part I did run that group. Um I, I all the boys came to me for, you know, final decisions, except when it came to Corey. Um but we worked very, very well as a team and I felt like I played a huge part in in directing a lot of the decisions and and you know uh making sure that we are good inside of the house. You know, but at the same time, Dane uh, Dane, you know, fought very hard in those comps to make sure that I was in the position that I was in. Adam fought very, very hard to make sure that I was in the position that I was in. Those guys ran the comps. I just ran the entire house. So, you know, the house didn't really get a chance to see who was running the house. They got to, they did get a chance to see who was winning these comps. And I think that had a lot to do with why uh, uh they they voted the way that they did.
1: Yes. Uh something that I that I talked about was that basically, um, especially looking over your game and Dane's game and comparing them once you guys made the final three was uh you know, you almost always got your way over what Dane wanted. Like when it when you and Dane disagreed, it was almost always, you know, you got your way. Dane was always the one to give in. And yeah. uh and and uh you know, that's on one hand impressive, but on the same, uh, on the other hand, I, I wondered like, hey, I wonder if maybe Giving in some more worked to Dane's benefit, uh, sure. in some situations where, um, where, you know, he, he didn't always need to get his way. And I've, and I've seen that happen before on, on the show too, where, um, you know, having so much control isn't always, um, you know, the most beneficial right. thing, especially when it comes to the jury. Um, right. and, uh, so I, I it's just, uh, it's, uh, I don't know, something to, to think about for, for when, when you play again. I don't know.
2: Yeah. Hundred percent! Can't <laughs> wait, man. I, I, I want in with the Hall of
1: Famers. Yes. the Hall of Favors. So you know, we'll see what happens. Yes. Uh, so uh, we obviously we get to the final four. Um, this is when you guys need to break the news to Adam that uh, he is going home. I imagine that was very difficult.
2: Yeah, very very difficult. Um, like I said, man, it's uh, Adam's my brother and was definitely one of my best friends in the house. And, you know, we did have a plan, but, you know, knowing that Adam is not taking me, you know, knowing that Adam uh, is is not uh, uh, def- definitely probably not even voting for me. You know, mm. I, I didn't want uh, uh, I had to make a decision. You know, I really, really had to make a decision. And I knew if, if it was Dane and Adam in the final, I do still think Dane uh, would have would have taken me. But Adam is is is. The, the strongest comp beast that I, I've ever seen and and I really think that he uh, had a strong shot at taking uh, at winning those comps and definitely uh, would not have taken me so um, I had to make a decision Dane really wanted was really pushing for Adam but you know I don't know if you guys saw but even before uh, the eviction Dane came up to me and he's like hey are, are we still good and mm-hmm. I was like yeah yeah and he's like well do I need to use the veto and I was like wow that, and that also is what kind of set me back to like, you really think that I would go against what I said to you? And that, that goes to show like we did actually have a disconnect and he didn't trust everything that I said. I, I, Dane, I just told you I'm on board with the plan. And Dane was like in his head. He already I knew he had had a conversation with Kira. Listen, I think Anthony might want to keep Adam. So maybe I have to use the veto on you and then you vote out Adam. So that just goes to show you how, how how difficult that decision was. I did want to see Adam in the final, but I knew that no matter what, he was not going to take me and not going to vote for me. And I had to go with my gut.
1: Yes. Uh, well, that's that's interesting, because basically what happened is um, when Arissa came on the screen, feeds cut for the season. We didn't yeah. see any when you didn't see anything else. So uh, I think we missed some of that. Um, yeah. And uh, it was funny because like there, there was a little bit of talk, like could Adam still be in that? Like I know Dane and Anthony talked about getting rid of him, but yeah. you know, it was mostly Dane saying it. We didn't always hear Anthony saying for sure that he was going to make this move, but, uh, okay. but ultimately you do. Um, yeah. Also prior to the feeds cutting, um I, I, we were saying you know you had done such a good job of convincing kira that they could potentially beat dane in the final two that <laughs> they were talking to the cameras about like maybe i should take dane instead of anthony I know, um I
2: started to bite me i i, I started realizing that it kind of bite me so i had to backpedal back a
0: little bit
1: <laughs> yes because and they even approached dane they're like hey i'm going to take yeah. you to the final two and he was like yeah, I don't know right. if I believe that, but I'll take it. Um, but then when I talked to Kira after the finale, they told me that, uh, and, and this wasn't surprising to me. But they told me that by the time the the final three competition came around, that they were uh, they had changed their mind again, and I, I wondered where uh, that came from. Uh, and then they were going to take you.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I felt safe either way, um, but at the same time, like I was I was a little unsure because I was seeing things. I knew that they were having, like, uh, you know, they were bonding. They were having, you know, long conversations in certain parts of the house. They were, you know, I would leave the room for a second. I'd come back. Conversation would stop, you know. So I knew that they were talking game uh, very, very hard. And, you know, at the end of the game, all there is is, is, is reassurance, right? So, you know, I, I knew that things uh, uh, were developing between the two. But at that point, I knew that, you know, my relationship was too strong with Kira and my relationship was too strong with Dane. So, You know things are going to happen the way they were going to happen.
1: Yes. So So. here, here, here's how it goes. I mean you came pretty close to winning this game. All that needed to happen was for Kira to win that final part. Kira right. takes you. And as you saw, you win, you know, at least six to one. Yeah. Um, although Kira claims that, uh, that they had a great speech that would have swayed some votes. Um, not sure. I uh, think I agree that that's what would have happened. Um, so uh, were you, was there a part of you that, that was kind of hoping that Kira won that? competition because they would take you and you had a better chance against them? You
2: know, me and Dane had talks all season about a legacy. We, Mm. we had talks like, yo, if we really do this, we're going to change the game, you know? And I wanted to see Dane in the final two. And I knew I had a better shot against Kira, but you know, Dane said something to me that literally opened my eyes and it it, it changed. it, It changed me even, even as a person, Dane said, you know, um, you know, I am loyal to you. I've been loyal to you. And to be honest, you've played the best game uh, in this house. But in order for me to be the best, I have to beat the best. And that's why 100 percent I'm taking the final. And I was like, damn, Dad. damn, <laughs> that really hit home. And I love that. You know, it wasn't that he was complimenting me. It was just like, you're absolutely right cuz you know you look at basketball teams and you think about all these players who are joining on the same team to 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 just run through the season it should be everybody going against the best players you know what i mean and and i feel the same way dane i feel like dane did play the best game and i wanted to go against the best player in, in the end if i was going to be the best player i want to beat the best player dane you're absolutely right about that one so um yeah, I'm happy that things worked out the way that they did, but that that sentence right there really, really made me look at the game a little bit different.
1: There you go. Uh, so Dane wins. He he takes you. Uh, Kira is not happy. Uh, Kira really felt like they were getting that twenty thousand, yeah. um, and not not the case. Yeah. Um, that you do the jury questioning. Ah. Did you did you get a sense from the jury questioning? Because we we had seen some videos from the jury that made it pretty clear that we knew that they were all pretty pro Dane and yeah. uh, not really leaning in your direction. And yeah. um, they even when Arissa talked to them prior to them questioning you, Arissa was like, without saying who, you know, what what are you? What is your criteria? and they were like they all said like we want to vote for the most well-rounded player and like that was code for dane like they were basically telling us they were voting about to vote for dane um and they very like very strongly were all in that camp i think i don't think Many of them even came close to like swaying their opinion based on yeah. again such short uh, questions. Yeah. They're they're passing around cards. Uh, you know, it's it's an unfortunate situation that production needs to change. But um, yeah. did did you get the sense that 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 this was not looking good?
2: Yeah, from the questions, definitely. I knew, um, but I feel like I did answer the questions uh, accurately. Remember, you don't have that much time. If I had been able to sit for longer, if I could have had a longer final speech. This might have been different, but, you know, it's all perspectives, man. These guys, you know, a lot of the people in the jury house did not know what was going on and did not know, you know, about conversations that were ha- uh, happening uh, uh, between, you know, people who are actually in power. Like everyone kept thinking like, OK, you know, who wins the next HOH? Like, you know, people keep jumping from person to person and from power to power. No, no there's only one group that has been in power in this game the entire season. And, you know, that's why a lot of the people were so sour in the jury house and this whole well-rounded thing. Like, Dave was was one of the most well-rounded players of all time. Like, great social game great in comps, you know, a great liar, a great manipulator. He was good at, at playing dumb at the same time. He's, he's just a great player. And even though I played the best social game, you know, it's it's I I myself thought that, you know, these were real super fans, real fans who are just like, you know what, this game is a social experiment. This game is, is about control. This game is about power. This game is about finesse. You know, that's where I would have been that's where my head would have been at if I was in the jury house. But, you know, these guys are also thinking about comps and, oh, you know, well, Anthony wouldn't have been in if Dane hadn't won certain comps. So, you know, I totally understand their opinions. I respect their perspectives. This is a game. You know, in other games, you know, you don't get mad because, you know, somebody somebody lands on boardwalk and and, and they have a hotel there and you got to give them five grand. You know, you, you can't get mad It's just a game. It's just a game. And it's based on perspectives and manipulation. And Dane won fair and square, and I'm happy for him, so.
1: Yes. And I can tell you that there were a lot of big fans of the show on yeah. the cast, but, uh, uh, there are different levels of fandom. Like they, uh, none of them really were feed watchers and in, in like the way that somebody like I am, yeah. um, I, I can tell you if I was on that jury, I, uh, I, and I, and I had any, any, any inkling of what you were doing in that house, yeah. I would have been an advocate for you. Yeah, um, you. But, but, and, and Dane, you know, uh, when it came down to it, You know, Dane, Dane did a better job with the jury. And, and when I, when I rated all the players, you know, Dane had the the best rating because of that. And I, and I do think he's the best winner of the show so far. Um, but, uh, but, you know, what, what you did in that house was, was incredible. So, um, it would, it would have been interesting. Um, but, uh, but yes, you know, when it comes down to it, the competitions did matter a lot to them. Um, and, uh, I can tell you that, that being, bad at the competitions can be a massive benefit to your game. And I think you saw that, uh, because you like, you're never, uh, people saw you as weak. People saw you as not like uh, that. You couldn't win anything. So you're not worth targeting over people who are winning a bunch of competitions. And that's why you were often in a better spot than some of the people who are winning more competitions throughout the season. Um, my my hope was that uh that like maybe you were secretly studying and then just pretending to to not not have yeah. the days down so that at the end you could be like but i could have won if i wanted to because uh, yeah. i feel like that might have helped but um yeah. but yeah they, they they really just wanted to to see that you 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 had competition stuff too and it, and it just yeah. wasn't there yeah
2: yep yeah, absolutely and that's why you know, I'm not against the decision. You know, I, Dane is number one. Uh, he was the MVP of the season and, and you know, definitely more, more well-rounded than me. But, you know, I did try to remember my days. You know, as I realized how important it was uh, throughout the season, I did try to remember my days. But you have to remember, you know, I even tested it out. You know, I told somebody I was like, you know, working on my days and all of a sudden it spread around the house. Anthony's working on his days. He's getting better. Right away, that puts a, a, a more of a target on my back. So you got to be very careful who you share your information with. You got to be very careful who you study with. You got to be very careful, you know, when someone asks you a question and you, you know, you got to, even though you might have the answer right away, you got to, you got to pretend like you're thinking about it. I want you guys to think that I'm dumb. It, I want you guys to think that I'm not studying my days and I'm trying hard not to study my days, but at the same time, I, I need to be able to have something. So, you know, it's, it's kind of like a, a, a medium you you have to really meet and you don't want people to think that you're going too hard because it's going to put a, a more of a target on your back
1: yes um so uh so yeah that's 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 where we end end up here um you know uh you play, played a great game uh right. just uh you know the day i outmaneuvered you with the jury uh, yeah but what are, what are you gonna do
2: Yeah. That's the Prince of Kelowna, man. That's, that's the great Dane. That's that's Gretzky right there. You know, I'm, I'm happy my brother took it down. You know, he he really he really held it down. He is a super fan of this game. Uh, definitely a GOAT, uh, uh, the greatest of all time uh, 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 consideration. So, you know, I, I'm happy that I was right up there with him and I'm happy, happy I was even considered, you know, by by all the fans and the people who actually watched the game and knew what was going on. I'm happy that I was even considered up there with one of the greatest to ever do it.
1: Yes. Uh, I hope you, I hope you go back and watch some of the, uh, the, the seasons too of, uh, yeah, of, oh, a super of the show. Yeah. Yes. Go uh, back. there's, there's there a guy, go. there's a guy, uh, I'm sure you heard, uh, Dane and Adam talk about him a couple of times. Dan Giesling. Yep. Um, you, you gotta watch his seasons. Yep. I think, I think he'd really enjoy them. looking forward um, <laughs> to it. So uh, and I I hope uh, I hope we can have you uh, back on the podcast. Uh, You know, when when seasons come up, you can come and talk about them as uh, as they're airing and stuff like that. Um, I'm sure there's plenty of stuff we can do together. It'll be a lot of fun.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm on board, man. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for the opportunity. I'm a super fan now. I can't wait to watch the rest of the seasons. And and I'm so uh, glad that Big Brother, you know, chose me for this for this opportunity to, to show what I can really
1: do. Uh, I, I'm glad they chose you as well, um, and thank and thank you for coming on and giving me so much of your time. Uh, I, I, sorry to uh, to make this so long, but uh, oh, all good. All good. Yes, uh, I hopefully hopefully people uh, found this uh, enjoyable and, and informative. I think that yep. we we covered a lot of ground here. Uh, well, people well. tend to to love these deep dives. So, yep. um, thank thank you again for uh, for doing this with me. Appreciate you. Thank you so much. Yes, where can people find you on social media?
2: Social media, um, Dougielicious, D-O-U-G-Y. L I C I O U S. You can find me on Twitter as well. I'm on Facebook, but if you go to my Instagram and you search up Dougie you'll be able to find all my other uh, social media platforms. Thank you so much for following me. Thank you so much for for the love and support. Uh, every single message that that I get in my inbox just really makes me feel good and and and, and you know uh, appreciate you know how hard I actually did work in that game because it's tough going inside that house, man. You really have to change yourself. You really have to be a different person and you got to fight every single day like it's your last so you know there's been a lot of people who, who really appreciate that and and i'm i'm so glad i have all the support from the fans
1: yes uh you can find me on twitter at armstrong taren, uh instagram taren underscore armstrong if you want to do that thank you to everyone who has followed along our coverage of big brother canada 7 all season long and uh i'll see you next time